What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with a new YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's for you. being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday afternoon or evening Facts Over Feelings live stream where we kick those facts and we don't care about your feelings. Oh, man, this is going to be a great show. This might be an opportunity for some haters. Not some haters. Somebody to prove me wrong. We're going to do it today. I was on Instagram. I had a little bit of a free afternoon because my maids were cleaning my house. All right, let's go ahead. Get him, daddy. Shout out to Esmeralda and them. All right. Really couldn't talk to them because they don't speak no English. But anyway, shout out to Esmeralda mm -hmm. and them. Shout out to them. Uh, they did a good job. They definitely did a good job. Somebody said, is there a show tomorrow? Yes, we will be here in the morning. It won't be a three-hour uh, show because everybody's got to do what they got to do, get there, run their errands and all of that stuff. It'd probably be, yeah, or Consuela. It was Rosalind and them. Um, it would be a, a short show. All right, probably an hour and a half or so. All right, I'm going to aim at an hour and a half. It's probably going to be three hours. Mm. All right, but uh, anyway, we will have a show in the morning, no show in the evening. So today, this is an opportunity for you the viewers of my channel. New, 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 new world order. This is your opportunity to not just listen. I know your girlfriend's watching, leaning over you, you sniggling all night. You guys got the night and the weekend off. You're like, I'm going to watch CGA. All right. And she's watching Handmaid's Tale, Bridesmaid's Tale or whatever. She's watching some goofy love movie, Love Always. She's listening to music. Love me, love me. Say that you love me. Need me, need me. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to only only people who want to prove me wrong. I know people want to hop on and be like, hey, coach, great. You're doing great. You're, you know, all these things. We're not going to do that today. All right. We're only going to take people who disagree. This is disagreement day. This is a chance your girlfriend's watching you sniggling. Yeah, she watching Love and Hip Hop, 24 Hours of Hallmark. She watching Snap, taking notes, all right? Antifreeze, all right? She's watching you sniggling in the corner. What are you sniggling at? You just sniggling. <laughs> you just a sniggling at the whole show. What are you sniggling at? I want to know. You got the type of you type of you got the type of girlfriend that watches football like those guys are huddling up. I bet you they're talking about me. Why do they huddle up every time they run a play? I bet you they're talking about women. <laughs> Not one tree hill. Yeah, man, they always, they super paranoid when we get together. What are you doing? What are you watching? Why are you sniggling now? What are you laughing at? Let me see. No, nah, honey. No, nah, honey, you're going to get mad if you see this. Who is that old goofy old looking uh black ball headed no hairline having gray beard old dusty dirty old bitter old man what you watching him for Oh he's great he actually tells me about how to keep my leverage and options in relationships What do you mean by leverage and options Well you know I mean he actually tries to get us to be on board with having peace quiet and freedom what do you mean, peace, quiet, and freedom? That's no possibility. Oh, hell no. No, no, no. Let me listen to this little milk dud head-ass old balding agent old looking like a traps. He ain't got no neck. Let me see this dude right here. And then you watching him, you like, he's funny. 
He's really funny. Watch. He's going to say monkey double backflips. <laughs> Sniggling. And then they looking at you. They listen to me. They looking at you. They looking at me. They looking at you looking at me. This guy's reprehensible. This guy, What kind of stuff is this? Nobody ever hugged him. I bet you he ain't got no mother. And I bet you his mama ain't black either. I bet you she white. Uh, he mad he got divorced. <laughs> oh, man. You know, watch it. What is this? You don't believe any of these things that he's saying, do you? Do you believe any of these things you're saying? She take her peace leave. She cocked the hammer back. Clack, clack. She point the she point the gun. She point the she point the blinky to her peace leave and be like, "Do you believe any of these things that he's talking about?" I bet you you don't believe it, because if you if in if you do, I will put this thing to misery right here. I'll blow it off. You'll never have a piece of stinking peace leave here. <laughs> oh my goodness I bet you you bet not say you believe him two years later she looking back at you I can't believe you were sniggling at what CGA was saying it hurt my feelings she's sitting there like I was in love with you <laughs> I was in love with you and I trusted you And that's but you. I heard you sniggling at CGA's content from this point on, I don't trust you anymore. And I lost the loving feeling. I've lost that love and feeling. Let's get into the show today, man. We got a great show today. Anyway, all the humanity. So if you do disagree with me, the premise is this. I'll play the clip. I got on Instagram and you know me. I'm going to, you know, if you if you have a disagree with me, with me, you ain't just going to come in here with no bullshit. All right. I ain't going to let you bullshit. We're not going to come in here with no fantasy or no fairy tale, but but if you have a disagreement with me and you think, you know, go go look at Hafiz versus CGA first before you come on here and think you're going to just hit me with the okie doke. Come in. Come in with your normal programming. Well, real love, the type of love, the type of love that people usually get in there, that's not real love, but real love lasts forever. All right, all of that shit. We ain't going to let you get away with that shit. All right, I'm going to challenge you on this shit. We're not going to be like, well, my sky daddy said, according to the scriptures of ancient First Corinthians chapter 18 and 511, love of the Lord. We ain't going to let you use the sky daddy. We ain't letting you lose the sky daddy. Now, listen, I respect you if you like sky daddy. If you think you want to go in and praise the Lord and Lord have mercy and we're going to prove you wrong. Going to the ancient scrolls and the texts back in the hieroglyphics in the clay caves. We ain't letting you sky daddy your way out of this. Nope, 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 nope. And if you want to use sky daddy, I again get to go back and rebut anything that you're about to bring up. <laughs> you think you about to be at? You ain't getting no, 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 no. We ain't letting your ass out of this one right here. All right. You take that ish to the stove or the Kona stove church. We ain't letting you do it, but you can do it. But I will, <laughs> but I will rebuke. I will rebut anything you bring up in the ancient scrolls of whatever your belief system is. We're also not going to let you bring up anecdotal evidence. Now, you can bring up anything other than those things. No anecdotal evidence. No well, love and real love is when people in real love. None of that. No anecdotal evidence, meaning you can't be like, well, I've been married for 50, 11 years. All right. We can't. <laughs> We're not going to let you hop on here 
and then dispute what we're doing with your own personal experience. See, I'm going to use the experience of the grander picture of society, right? That's what I'm doing. People think I'm talking about personal. I do use personal biases, huffies. I do use personal biases, but I also include data, evidence, knowledge, understanding, wisdom, belief. I, I use what I know I have out in front of me for the, to paint the picture of the grander picture. You're not going to get up here and be like, well, my truth is my truth. Your truth is your truth. I've been married for 50, 11 years and it's working out. It's working out fine. Or, or, or we're not going to use your granny panties and your great granddaddy, Mac daddy. All right. We can't use them. My grandparents has been married forever and they have real love. We're not going to do that. <laughs> so you're going to have to think you're going to have to think you can't just jump on here with the suit. We can't just jump on here with the bullshit. We're going to let you a bit. We're going to give you a chance to prove me wrong, but we're not going to use things where you corner me that I have to actually show you that your granddaddy cheated on your mama when he was in Vietnam or your grandmama. We potentially have to look at the lineage of your aunts and uncles and say, how many of them are biologically your daddies? We can't see. I don't know your granny and I don't know your daddy. I don't know your mama or your daddy. So I can't, really use them and you can't really use them to corner me on that argument you guys get it you get it so those are the only three rules that kind of the last one is obviously then you turn it back well don't you have love for your children don't you love your children you kind of drag me into that to corner me in we're not talking about love for friends and love for children we're gonna break all of that down well what do you mean love doesn't exist well, don't you love your kids <laughs> All right, we ain't gonna die, try to shame me. And what, what type of man is this? You don't love your kids and your friends. We're not gonna do that shit. All right, but we'll give you a chance. So you better put on your thinky caps, uh, ladies. Put on your wig, cock it sideways. Um, if you want to appear on screen, you gotta appear on screen. Uh, listen, we're not gonna do this bullshit right here. We're not about to sit up there and struggle stream and shit like this. We gotta have screen. All right, so get in your damn kitchen, your little ass kitchen. I know that kitchen, 100 square feet, yellow ass lighting, all of that. You know what I mean? Tilt the phone up so I don't see your junky ass house and then popcorn on the ceiling. We already know that. You know, I don't go about to get on here. Man, what I'm going to say is and with your Hebrew is like uh, quote. All right. And you're going to be quoting five and six, 50, 11 scriptures. All right. We ain't going to do that. And then you're going to jump from the Quran, the Torah and all of that. You're going to jump from all of them. The Holy Bible. Wait a minute. Wait, hold up for a second. Who is this? You be sitting there like this. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah, if you want to go, if you want to go get in your car, go get in your car, go get in your hoopty. If you live in the middle of uh, Minnesota, it's probably 20 degrees outside Fahrenheit. But take your ass out there, put your door face jacket on, put your beanie on, put your gloves on, take your ass outside to the car. <laughs> but don't do it yet because we're not ready to set it up yet. We're not ready to set it up. I'll give you an indication to warm it up. Go warm up your car. <laughs> Sit out there. <laughs> Oh, man. And, oh, yeah. One more rule. MJ says, change your damn smoke detector battery before you call in. Before you call in, change your damn smoke detector battery. Do not be up in here chirp every three and four seconds as I'm trying to decipher your code. Chirp. You know, he ain't about that. <laughs> They're like, this is too many rules. Him don't play fair. Get your Yankee fitted cock. 
Yeah, man, change that that chirp. But what I was saying was my grandmother and grandfather chirp. They had a fantastic, loving, long-lasting marriage chirp. We ain't about to hear all that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I've disqualified everybody. This is going to be a short show. They're like, we're not going to play by his rules. All right, anyway, and no shaming. I'm not going to talk personally about you. I won't talk about how ugly you are. I won't talk about how pretty you are. But if you actually are attractive, I might ask you to put your feet on the screen if you can. I mean, that's just, you don't have to do it. But if I perceive you to have pretty feet, I'm going to ask you to put them feet up. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to see them feet. But you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. I'll just I'll just politely ask. You can politely decline respectfully. <laughs> I won't ask you your dress size. I will know it. I worked in the fitness industry. I've body fat met- measured. I've skin fold tested many women and men. I know when you're 30 plus percent body fat over. I already know. So I don't need to know. All right. Anyway. Let's get into some stories, early contributions to the show. You can get in dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Venmo on the Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me. Um, <laughs> paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. You know what I didn't do? I didn't put subscriber only going on. Oh, we going to shake that shit up. All right, we ain't letting no trolls come up in this damn thing. No trolls. Hit the subscribe button if your ass want to have a comment. By the way, you can actually comment. You can comment also. Um, you don't have to appear on screen. So say, for instance, you wanted to comment. Um, I'm I'm, I'm going to miss the comment, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I'm going to miss the comment. But if you super chat, you don't have to. If you super chat it and you have a disagreement, I can read it off there as well. Okay, Albert Wesker's in the building. He says it's Thanksgiving Eve. So you know what that means? A bunch of BWs. About to be arguing over whether or not they're going to fix their man a plate. Talk about love. Where is the love that you promised me? <laughs> all right. Shout out to Brown 310. Shout out to all the easy 304s out there. Uh, the, the coach gang appreciates you. New, 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 new world order. Zero Fallout says, happy Thanksgiving, coach. Probably won't even be able to watch your stream. He says, you missed my two Venmos this morning. Man, how come y'all be telling me I'm missing y'all Venmos? How come y'all be telling that? I actually got you. You said you've been, oh, wait a minute. I did miss it, sir. (laughs) Wait a minute. I must have, wait a minute. Hold on for a second. I did miss it. (laughs) Was that, was I getting off the stream? I sure did. I think what happened was, I think what had happened was, but I got you, brother. I got you. I'm going to get you. Because my man sponsored this morning's show. All right. But it looked like it was at the end of the show. I see what happened. My man just gave us too much money, man. Thanksgiving turkey on me. He also says been working overtime for five years now, which has helped me stay away from trouble. He says just got my yearly bonus and put another $10,000 in savings in the portfolio. He says reach my goal of... Uh, second goal of 50k liquid my man got fifty thousand dollars in the bank (laughs) he says i'm hoping to have 150k liquid by the time i retire shout out to you and he says did you hear all the xx's that cried on twitter actually got this one now they're mad because the majority of uh because the majority were female 
Oh, yeah, I got that part. I remember that because you were talking about the layoffs at Twitter. So shout out to you. I got I missed that super chat. But yeah, my man is rich. Somebody want to hold 20. All right. Appreciate you, man. Z John Ellison says, keep up the good work, coach. I appreciate you. Don't let them haters distract you from your missing. You're anointed to preach this gospel. We walk in the spirit of Elijah before you call me a heathen and tell me I'm going to hell. We walk in the spirit of Elijah. And yes, we are doing the Lord's work, whether you believe I believe or not. We are doing the true Lord's work around here. All right, Sligo is the sauce. Drop the bag in here right to Thanksgiving Eve. He says, I learned the hard way. You aren't actually paying them for SEX. You're paying them to leave. I had a girlfriend for 20 years ago over the other day. Almost had to call the police to get her out of the house. She was going through a hard time, and I tried to be nice, insane in the membrane. Oh my Yo, my warm embrace. Wow, and I make it last forever. Yes, I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. Do not go back to your exes. Sligo went to an ex girlfriend. 20 years ago, she came back looking like a busted Pillsbury biscuit can, and she was crazy. As I tell you, man, just deal with 18 to 25. Stay in that zone. If you want to tip out, go, you know, maybe 29, late 20s. Once you get into 30 zone, it gets out of control. And as CGA said, yes, CGA said, these are the zones right here. These are your work zones. I wrote this in the book, published 2019. These are your work zones right here. Slightly different in the book, but there it is. 16 to 20, young and dumb. 21 to 24, MRS degree. She should be wrapping that up if she misses it. 25 to 28, last call. 29 to 36, Hail Mary buzzer beater. 37 to 44, it's pretty much over, but. What happened? Where did all the. 45 to 52, 45 is the new 25. And guess what? 53 and up. It is really, really official. We know what it is. Game over. Indeed. Somebody said, which book is that? It is Devolution. The link is in the description box below. You can get it on audiobook. Shout out to Sligo. Good Lord. All right. My man is struggling. <laughs> Sligo, man. I'm sorry to hear that you're going through that. My man Sligo's trying to find his way. He's an older gentleman. Like, he's a little bit around our ages, you know, past my age. And uh, he's trying to find his way. You know, he's trying to find that balance between a guy. He's successful. He got money. I got money. He got plenty of sugar babies and all of that. He got the girls. He got the junior college. And sometimes when you're with junior colleges, and we talk about this, when you're with junior college chicks, you're absent. Of, you're you're basically trading. You're you got trade offs. You know, an older woman that will love you a little bit, a little bit more crazy, but her hand gonna be wrapped around your neck or your salami, and it's gonna look like big old fat sausage links wrapped around there. Not many of them are gonna be have their shit together. Most of them going to be broke, desperate, looking for a retirement. Plan. Most of them, even if they make a lot of money. Well, I'll, I'll give me a rich woman and a woman with a career. No, 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 no. So I could focus on my career. <laughs> women, women and women that have careers be broke as a joke. None of them got the none of them got the uh, economic situation. Not none of them. Very few of them have the economic situation that zero fallout just explained. And he said, I'm wrong. It's 39 and toasty in Minnesota. Most of them be broke. Like, it, it, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a bad deal. So Sligo's going, should I get a junior college girl? Uh, the intimacy is not right there. I want that spark. I want that nice, supple skin. 
does work in that nice shiny hair and them bushy bushy bright eyes and she bright eyed and bushy tail but oh, I want a little bit more intimacy so he hops on Tinder he hops on his fake fake book and he goes hogging he goes hogging and he finds him an ex-girlfriend he finds his ex-wife he finds a bunch of girls he went to school with he finds women at work he goes hogging and then she forgets to take her medication she forgets to pay her rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And then he realized, you can call me crazy. <laughs> All right, we got a couple more. The Real Fit Styles original coach gang member says, yo, coach. All right, who do we got here? Moses says Yeezy wears a F.A. hat and is exposing Adidas video. Kanye. Hey, Kanye, 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 let me know. And that's you. Um, Kanye, I'm telling you, man, celebrities watch me. I mean, we haven't, we haven't confirmed that celebrities watch. Um, and, uh, a few of them follow me on Instagram and some of them probably donate. We have a lot of brothers that say no government name. Many of them, I, many of them are celebrities. I know at least two of my no government name guys. I see their name on the damn screen. All right. You don't see it. Some, well, a couple times I done slipped and they like, A couple of times I done slipped and said their name and it was like ninja, ninja, ninja. We ain't donating to your monkey ass. That was the next, that was the next super chat that I didn't read. I was like, next time you say my name, ninja. <laughs> Celebrities watch for show. Y'all just don't know it, man. And look, YouTube is worldwide. Coach K worldwide. So if Kanye's wearing a FA hat, we know what that means. My man is free agent lifestyle. <laughs> Indeed. All right. <laughs> Jason Webb says, salute coach here for the refocusing. Good to see you back. Sounds like you went to go find a little bit of love and your love ended. All right. Shout out to somebody says no government, man. He says your take on friends. Mid 20s. Do I need them? Friends. How many of us has them? Friends. The ones you can depend on. Friends, hey man, this story hasn't. The stories have been writ written over and over again. Somebody said Chris Brown watches. Shout out to Chris Breezy in the building, the the new Michael Jackson. But uh, friends, in my opinion, uh, we you have to keep your friends low as you age. You know what I mean? You really only need three good friends. You know what I mean? Like, and you really two and you, two and you, possibly three, no mo, no mo. All right. No mo. You don't need a lot of them. A lot of them are hangers on. A lot of them, again, you are you are the sum total of your five closest friends or the five closest people you hang out with. Odds are you don't have three people that are going to be the big dog. Not three people. I don't have three people that are like me. Not many people may like me. <laughs> I need to, yeah, keep it tight. Three. Somebody said three is pushing it. For real. Like, like two and me. Two and me, and that's it, bro. And if you need that, you really don't need them. But it, again, I think in your 20s, you need to be social. Get you two road dogs. Get you two dudes that are like you. Roll deep, roll thick. Get some protection and all that stuff. And watch each other's back. Watch each other's back. All right, last one. Bob says, did you see the moral oral? This show is RP. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. 
I did leave PayPal out, but I got to get into the show because uh, people are waiting with bated breath. Again, this show, ladies and gentlemen, if you disagree with CGA, if you want to prove me wrong, although I'm going to lay out my case prior to, if you want to prove me wrong about love, here's the clip. This is the clip you're going to have to prove me wrong. Instagram going crazy. I'm sure TikTok is too, but I don't answer no comments on TikTok. All right, but this is the clip that we're going to talk about right here. Me and one Miss Pearly things in the building. She's young. Shout out to Miss Pearly things. She's young. Porcelain princess is in the building. But let's go ahead and listen to the clip that you're going to disagree with. But I'll give you full context later. Uh, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. We got to get the volume up. Love does not last. It's not intended to last. What? <laughs> <laughs> love is not intended to last. Actually, most people, even people who are pushers of love will tell you love lasts 18 months, maybe three years. But this is why it's important that you actually have something else to build on other than love. But if you want to make your decision purely on love, what happens when the love ends? And then you're going to have to deal with that. So this is why children are important, right? So if you have love, love is basically lust confusing you to procreate. That's nature. It, it gets this attachment. It feels good. I, I hope everybody experiences this. It's great. As you get older, it's less and less. For, for men, you'll experience it less. Less and less. This is just how it worked. Uh oh. And she said, You're saying that doesn't last? Love? Love doesn't. Yeah. So that's what that's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> okay. That's the clip we're going to talk about right now on Instagram. It's probably going to go viral. That clip is probably going to have a million views by the time I wake up and a bunch of normies commenting. So I did my best. I was like, Let me answer some of these comments just to see. And I'm going to walk them down a trap. You know, I'm going to walk you down a trap. I'm going to trap your ass, but if you feel like you can overcome the trap, because I'm going to get you. I'm going <laughs> to look, people are like, damn. I don't know this ninja going to trap me. All right. I already showed you, man, my debating skills. I'm pretty much, if you're just going to get on here and shame me and have an emotional plea, it's not going to work. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. If you disagree, and if you're a male content creator, if you're if you're a moose locks, moose locks, if you're here, if you're a purple peel, if you're a sucker for love, if you're a guy that watches that clip or a woman, you have to disagree. You can pop on in. We'll give you an opportunity to voice your opinion and shut CGA down. You're going to prove me wrong. All right, prove me wrong. All right, first, first item up for bid today. Let's go to the junior college again. Sugar daddy, daddy willing to risk it all. We're going to go to the community and shout out to the Tuskegee Airmen in the building. Yes, indeed. The most underrated flying troop franchise warmen out there. The Tuskegee Airmen in the building and the Tuskegee Airmen don't play. They will fold a girl up like a love letter from the second grade. If you stand in front of me looking like this, I fold this up. This chocolatey sister. She's going to have to take that wig off. But I still fold this up. All right. Anyway, let's continue. Let's hear what daddy talking about. Don't mess with old men out here, young ladies. We will show you a thing or two. Let's continue. And me or Black History Month? All right. Hold on. Let me repeat it here. Let me see here. All right. Here we go. Okay. Me or Black History Month? Repeat that question now again. You or Black History Month? Mm -hmm. Which one will you choose? Uh... Right now, probably be you. Go ahead. Why me? You're a nice, attractive-looking young lady. Go ahead. Uh -huh. and so you love your history? Yes, I do love history. I majored in history. Oh, period. So why are you choosing me over history? 
because I know enough about history, but I don't know enough about you. <laughs> Get him, daddy. Get him, daddy. Hey, run that game. Get him, daddy. Tell her what you want, OG. Get him, daddy. Tell him that ism. Get him, daddy. <laughs> oh, man. Look at her face. She like, oh, player, player. You know, player, player. Look at her face. She's like, my rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. I am in a bind. She like, I am kind of in a bind, daddy. I'm in a bind, Nate. He definitely going to drop that neck. She definitely going to drop that neck. She definitely going to drop that neck. And yes, she he definitely going to be like, she going to be like, uh, so daddy, we going to eat tonight? He like, baby, that's barbecue in there. <laughs> Your rent's due, motherfucker. You know, she thinking about it. She like, well. <laughs> All right. Get oh, daddy. she said get him daddy. Okay, all right. Shout out to get him daddy right there. Hey, man, that's how you be having the junior college shook like that. I'm like, I really didn't think I would enjoy this old man laying up on top of me with his vein busting out of his head with sweat dropping in my eyeballs. Hey, guys, you never know. You never know what you look like. You know what you look like when you all up on top of a woman mounted on her, you all holding yourself up <laughs> out of breath. Vein busting out the bottom of your head. You like <laughs> eyes bulging out, thrusting, biting your bottom lip, trying to get your five stroke. She got to look at that. That's why her eyes are closed. She like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's why wives don't want to give you none no more. Because she like, I cannot stand one more time to look at this dude leaning all on me with sweat dripping in my eyeballs. And he like. Bane coming out like this, just leaning up over her. <laughs> Man, y'all be looking like fools, but she like, look, my rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. I'll have to put through it, man. I'll have to do it, man. She just turned her neck like this. She just turned her head to the side. Are you finished? This dude look like he can go round. See, like, uh, I ain't done yet. I got you by the hour, baby. All right, anyway, man, shout out to daddy right there. Junior college daddy, he, he willing to risk it all. And guys, there you go right there. You could be 80, 50, 11 years old. Tuskegee Airman. World War II. You know what I mean? He like, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I need me some of that chocolate. Sister, you been on my mind. I wonder what she looked like without that wig, though. I think I have a picture. She did send in the picture what she looking like. Yeah. There she is. Yes, I knew it. I knew it. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the body, though, man. I'm not. Hey, if the body if the body's foldable, I don't care what the face look like, per se. Per se. You can look just, you know what I mean? You can be looking like, monchichi, monchichi. But the body, though, I like it like that. Slender. Foldable. All right. <laughs> Get him, daddy. Somebody's girlfriend's watching this like, this is the type of stuff you watch. This is reprehensible. Hit the like button in the building. Hit the like button in the building. Second story right here. We're just telling jokes. Straggling Sniggle Theater, the African adventure. Let's go to Africa. I I think this is Africa. This is a, what is a Butalesia? Butalesia, man, with 12 wives, 102 cheering. He cries out for help. 
and I'm believing he needs help with money. Maybe his rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Okay. His name is Musa. Musa, the man believed to be Butalija's district's most polygamous man, has cried out for help, saying his big family has become a burden. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay. Look at all them children. He said, somebody got to pay for all my children. Okay, what does he say, man? It says, Musa says the family is now too big for him to carry. Uh, owing to that limited resource envelope and dwindling food production, the residents of Bugisa sell in Busaba Town Council. Musa himself has 12 wives, 102 children, and 567 grandchildren. Oh, yes, I missed the straggle and sniggle intro. All right, I did miss the straggle and sniggle intro, I'm, but I have to get it. Let's go ahead and get it. My man is a bull out here. <laughs> My man is a bull. All right, he has 567 grandchildren who are scattered within a single compound that looks like a refugee camp. Mr. Musa, whose youngest child is age six, also has several grandchildren, and 35 of his sons are married with children. Two wives flee. Two wives, two of which have recently fled the homestead due to the hard economic situation, leaving 10 kids behind, are housed under a single roof. Of the 102 children, 98 are still alive. Each window in the main house is portioned into a bedroom for each woman. Or each woman. Each woman? Yeah, each woman. There's a picture of their family. That's his blessed family there. Yeah, he blessed. There's his family. My man is busy. Hold up. Nick Cannon, is that you? Nick Cannon, is that you? And that's you. That definitely Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon, if you don't stop, this is what you're going to look like here in a minute. I mean, he's got as many wives. He's got as many baby mamas. Right? He just don't have the 102 cheering. Each of the women have a separate kitchen, also housed under a single roof, which was strategically planned for easy monitoring of their activities. He's like, I ain't taking my eyes off of you. He has been a businessman and a village chairperson for the last two decades. He is also the current Busaba town council person and the head of the Busaba sub county hunters association okay he married his first wife um let's see where here he married his first wife in 1971 and in 1973 he married her twice and they were blessed with their first daughter okay all right up oh, here's the village right here i don't see any goats I do see them water jugs. You know, they look like Prestone gas jugs or oil jugs, but they be water. Jay-Z be down there. Beyonce be down there. They make a song. We got water in Africa. All right, shout out. He going to need a lot more water there. All right, uh, man, this is more than a football team. Let me see here. Let me see if I got something else here. All right, his neighbors say he is blessed with enough land and oxen which he used to clear the land while the women and their respective children plant and or weed their crops under his command. He's the leader. And they say one of the wives is a lo lovely person. Oh, he's a lovely man. Even the wives, his first wife say he's a lovely man. 
She says her husband is a lovely man who cares for their needs and off, always offers counseling for whoever goes astray. She says the husband neither harasses nor ridicules them like some men do to their wives. All right, there you go right there. Who's signing up for this shit? All right. <laughs> we want to talk about polyamory, that, 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 that sister right here, that African sister. I won't play the whole clip. We'd be like, yeah, we polygamous until we run into this shit. Biologically, sex is designed for one main purpose, procreation. The female reproductive cycle comes around once a month. Yeah, she, she part of his tribe. All right. She's like, yes, we need you, master. Come, master, and be, uh, we'll serve you. And then this is what you do. All right, last last part of this. There's their village right there. They need help. So if y'all want no land for his sons, uh-oh. So now he can't get no wives. Well, they're all married. He says he cannot allocate land to his sons because they can eventually end up selling it, adding that each child is trained to work hard and acquire his own land. Damn, you stingy mother sucker. All right, mother sucker. He, he's stingy as hell. He like, you ain't getting my land. This is why you broke. His rent's due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. They add that he's allocated three acres to each woman with her children, and the rest is reserved for himself and his daughters whose marriages may break down. Hey, man, this is traditional marriage. This is some traditional marriage shit. They be out here, right here. Okay, there he is out crying. He like, brothers, brother, can you help a brother? Can you help a brother over here, brother? All right, anyway. Straggling Sniggle Theater. Uh, we're ready to get to the main. Yeah, hey, brother. <laughs> Who gonna help your brother there, man? I ain't helping his ass out. All right, listen. Maybe if he can loan me a couple of... I don't know what his daughters are doing. I mean, the adult daughters, I'm just saying. <laughs> Not the, you know. But the adult daughters, are they busy? Anyway, yeah, this is reprehensible. Okay. Don't want to take advantage of a bad situation, but I believe there's a deal on the table. You're in dire need. There might be something we can do for you. This is negotiation. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, Lord. Yes, we're going to. We are on the dark side, if you didn't know. You're definitely on the dark side. <laughs> gonna be a little bit of a rumble in the jungle <laughs> they're gonna be up in there cga boom by yay all right as soon as i run in there cga boom by yay cga boom by yay i had them all right where we at here let's do this we got our brother i think oh i did get these brothers who is this in here uh yo coachy ever think about bringing back the monkeys monkey simpanzee channel saying Robin Williams and JDS de deaths don't have a correlation where divorce is reprehensible. Simps should be ashamed. Yes, they should. Men should be ashamed. If you don't want to explore this, you just is just reprehensible. But I have thought about bringing back the Monkey Simpanzee channel. And um, I'm a whole bunch of channels. I can't, I'm like, dude, what am I doing, man? I mean, my, I need my own. Hey, so, um, what is it? Spotify. Kick in, man. I got too many channels. <laughs> I got too much work to do, man. I be out here working my ass to the bone. I'm like a Jamaican. I show up. I got one hat on. Hi, I'm CGA. Next chat. Hi, I'm the host of the Monkey Simpanzee. Next channel. Oh, my goodness. This is the Ask Coach Greg Adams channel. The next channel. Welcome to the Notorious CGA. Mm. 
CGA Sports back in here with the. Uh, <laughs> like, I need to get a rest in here. All day I'm recording and talking. Hope my voice don't run out. You know, I'm one of those. Never mind. I ain't going to burn. I ain't going to burn bread on myself. All right. I ain't going to burn bread. All right. So uh, anyway, then they be calling me grifter. All right. They'd be like him a grifter. All right. Look, man, I just got several talents. If you just so boring that you can't even you're one dimensional and boring. Hi, I'm the orbiter and the gatekeeper of the red pill. Nobody gets in unless I say so. The whole people be watching your show. And let me tell you about that grifter, Coach Greg Adams. He'd be like, oh, oh, my God. You, Coach Greg Adams is going to finally collab with the gatekeeper of the red pill. I can't wait. Huh? What? Oh, he's still talking. And I gatekeep the red pill. All right. Nobody gets in unless I say so. Stretching that shit out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, gatekeeping as red pill consecrators do. I got multiple talents. I got multiple talents, man. I'm not one dimensional. I've been around here in this damn thing before. Matter of fact, let's spin some plates. Spin. Spin. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, we just having fun here. <laughs> People are like, man, this is terrible. I like both of you guys. I'm not here for beefing. I'm just defending myself. All right, anyway. But I'm multi-talented. I'm not one-dimensional like a mofo. Okay, you can't make on all these YouTube channels. I can't follow this shit. Now you got a dog channel. You're going to be like the 50-year-old woman. See, you're a hypocrite, coach. You have a dog, and you're going to be like the 50-year-old woman that you laugh at that have a dog. Not really, but if that's what you want to believe, <laughs> I'm literally trying to do what? Content strategy, perhaps? No. No, no, you're a hypocrite and you're trying to chase a bag. <laughs> you should see him in the comment section. They'd be like, I'm like, where are you talking about? Like, God dang, can I get Hey, can I live? Can I live? You know what I mean? Can I do a little bit of something? You know what I mean? Can I get in there and do something else? I got to just sit here all day. All right, everybody. Hypergamy. On the next episode of CGA hypergamy you see there's a principle of the 80 20 rule called the pareto principle it states that 80 percent of the people will get be chased by 20 percent, and 20 percent of the people will get the remaining 80 percent. and this is called the social sciences of the hypergamy scale as a matter of fact we have a chart here that's going to talk about hypergamy and what's going to happen is what, what eventually will happen is what women will do is um, they're going to look at the top tier men. And these men are called high value men for the 5th, 11th time. The high value men, the Chads and the Tyrones, you see, what they'll eventually do is that 80% of the women will chase those. So mathematically, mathematically, if, if, we, do a, if we do an equation, there's a, there's a wonderful website where you can go on and it's called the female delusion calculator. And what you'll do is you'll put in the criteria based on the hype. Hi 
Oh my goodness. I'm not dissing anyone specifically. I'm just talking about you want me to talk about that shit again? Right. No cohabitation. No marriage. And no, absolutely no children. <laughs> anyway. No, man. Uh, look, I'm just saying, bro. Look, can I live? I I would like to not talk about it today. I'd like to talk about the Raiders winning a game today. So I'll go over to the sports channel. I won't bother you here. We'll go on another channel. The people that want to come to the sports channel, we'll talk about the Raiders. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Look, what are we doing, man? Oh, are we ready? Let me check. Nope. C-Dubs Hubs is in the building after this morning stream. I checked out MC's Ren behind the scenes. He said, bruh, how the hell did I miss this back in the day? He says, also, you forgot about that song by Akinyela. Yes, he says, put her. Put it in her mouth and digital undergrounds freaks of the industries. Gusquashi. My leg up under it, her head above my arms above my toe. <laughs> Should I A, take the time to back up off for B, hit it just a little bit softer C, take it out and put it in her. But D is what I do. So yo, listen up. I put a towel on the floor by the two inch gap under the door. Now they can't see me anymore. Mm. <laughs> All right, anyway, the freaks of the industry. I put my leg up under him, my, under my arm, under her toe. <laughs> I can't even do that one. I can't do it. Anyway, man, yeah, go check out Behind the Scenes by MC Ren. We're going we gonna to sell about two copies for uh, MC Ren today. By the way, I can rap, too. So I'm multidimensional, man. I'm going to tell you, man, I'm a jack of all trade, master of none. <laughs> I do master stuff, but you know what I mean? I'm I'm a renaissance man. I always told you that. I'm a renaissance man. I'm not one dimensional. You know what I mean? I don't just sit there bored all day. Well, perhaps I'll do a live stream. What are we going to talk about? Hypergamy. That'll be a fantastic subject. And I'll invite 18 of my friends on the screen. Because I can't stretch out content for long enough and make it entertaining. So I'm going to put 18 people on the screen. Most of them don't have no name. Most of them don't have no face. <laughs> All right, anyway. Oh my goodness. Where are we at, man? This is getting this is getting out of hand. Lord Leisure Coffee Fun. He says, bring in a girl. I met this past weekend at the club to Thanksgiving dinner to meet the family tomorrow. Advice. That's a L. <laughs> that's gonna be an L. What are we doing, guys? That's gonna be an L. I don't know why you're doing that. You gotta know, you gotta know a woman. You gotta know a woman at least for six months in a day before you introduce them to any family members. That's the rule. Six months in one day. Because whatever she's saying in the first six months is an absolute lie. He says he's joking. <laughs> I think he's joking. All right, anyway, he's trolling. Are you trolling me? You got me. You got me. All right, Loud Pockets. He says, yo, Coachy, at my job right now, but tomorrow I'm going to be watching some soccer and football all day like Al Bundy with my hand in my pants. Shout out to you. That's the way to do it in the building. That's the way to do it, man. Get that. Get that. All right, look. 
let me i think i got let me check the super chats uh let me see i think i got everybody bob i got bob jk says f friends better get some hobbies and a dog <laughs> he says f friends better get a hobby and a dog all right jc also says coach the over and under on today's one hour short stream is set at one or you mean tomorrow one hour and 45 minutes my money on the over today is not short so we're good today it's not gonna be long either it shouldn't be but uh tomorrow definitely my hour show definitely gonna be i'm gonna go over unfortunately sorry but whatever what else are y'all doing you got women cooking in your kitchen they peeling back corn you know what i mean they taking the husk off the corn they getting your garlic butter ready to go from scratch. They mean they are making turkey and ham. They should be in there cooking, making a glaze and putting that one pineapple on the ham. If you want, if you guys eat swine, they making the greens, your old granny cleaning out chitlins. Y'all should be ready to go. All the generation Z women propped up, feet up in them little, uh, them little, uh, house shoes with the slippers, with the puffy. They wearing booty shorts. They dress completely inappropriate. Lyle Pocket says, thank you, coach. He says, thank you for going in on those monkey simps. Monkey simps. I appreciate you, LaWar Moore. He says, love is a party, and parties weren't meant to last. Lord, have mercy. He said, love is a party, and parties weren't meant to last. All right. Uh, yes, we're bitter and hurt in here. If, if, if perhaps maybe you're going to get on and say we're just bitter and hurt. Last one, Grant Cutler, shout out to 304s, getting frozen turkeys in the hood. Mm. Hey, if you get your turkey tonight, you're screwed. <laughs> if it's frozen right now, you ain't going to make it. You about to mess up. And take out the innards in your turkeys, ladies. Let, listen, lady, do I have to do your job? I can cook, too. I can cook, too. Ladies, when you unpack the turkey, the legs are going to have, the, they're going to be tied up at the legs, right? You're going to have to unwrap the legs. Take your hand like you're fisting yourself at night. Go into the turkey. Take that. There's going to be a bag of innards. You got to take that out. Take, take, take the giblets and the gizzards and the all, take all that out. You got to take that out before you cook it. All right. Take that. Take that out. You got to put your hand in there. You got to get in there. Retch around. Retch around. Okay. Retch around. Get them innards out. And then. Then make the, make the turkey. Put put it in the oven then. <laughs> all right. There's a funny video of a wife. Her first Thanksgiving, she's all dressed properly in her tradcon clothes. She makes her turkey. She puts it in. She takes it out. I'm so happy. It's time to saw the turkey. He gets the damn butter knife. He gets the knife. <clears throat> He's about to cut the turkey. It's your job. They're playing their role to a T. It's your job to cut the turkey. He cutting slices. Then Granny's like, um, those legs are still tied there. Did you remove? Did you remove the innards? What innards? <laughs> it looked like you didn't remove them innards. Granny wretched in there, pulled out the innards. She was humiliated. <laughs> she was like, God, I have postpartum depression now. Randy Bill says, can I get a live? Don't be mad. I'm going to have a cooking channel, too, dude. I'm going to have 5011 channels. Y'all are going to be like, this is getting overboard. Yes, coach is grifting. <laughs> but when my cooking channel blow up, 
Oh, by the way, if you think I'm lying, I got a smoker. Hey, where's my guy? Where's my cooking guy? We got a chef in here. Where's Chef Martel? I believe that's his name. You see me on Instagram stories cooking. Hold on for a second. All right. Y'all got to get ready for it because we're going to pull up. We're going to pull the monkey Simpson in a minute. You see me on my YouTube channel cooking. Hold on for a second. Where is it at? Oh, where is that? Where is that? Well, go over here. What channel? It's on 5011 channels. I don't know. I got too many channels here. I'm going to show y'all. Look at the brother. Look at the brother. Look at the brother. Making that barbecue. Is barbecue in there? All right. Let's cut into one of these bad boys. We ready to go. Look, they falling off the bone. That's a bone right there. Lord. Get mercy. it. Look. Get it. They not supposed to fall off the bone like Chef. that. Lord. <laughs> I suffered through the years and shed so many. Look at that. Oh. This is without the barbecue sauce. Without the sauce. Oh. Mm. Whoa. Woo. Mm. Mm. Smack your mama. Oh, man. Now it's so good. You got to smack your mama. Get him, daddy. Man, I could throw down. And if you go to my Instagram story, I'm grifting. Coach Greg Adams TV. You can see the entire thing. I have a story tab of me smoking. I take you through the beginning to the end. Cooking channel on the way. Maybe... <laughs> I got to make democratic fish fry nuggets. You know what? That's what we're going to do. I'm definitely going to make demo uh, democratic fish fry nuggets on my next cooking video. Who said that? Who said that? We definitely doing democratic fish fry nuggets. Catfish nuggets? Steven Phillips. Catfish nuggets. We doing it. <laughs> they really going to be mad. We going to be doing fish fry. The Democratic fish fry catfish nuggets by CGA. <laughs> Yo, that is a fantastic idea. We doing catfish nuggets. All right, I'm going to have to get ready. Democratic fish fry. We going to bring a big old fat woman. She going to get in there. She going to be like that big fat woman dancing. I'm going to bring I'm going to bring the 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 dude Earl, whatever his name is. I'm a shuffle. We definitely doing catfish nuggets. All right. Shout out to the dictator. What time we on tomorrow? Probably about 830 my time. West Coast time, 1130 your time. But, that, you know, the East Coast people are going to be eating by the time I get on. I got to still run some errands. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the main event. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back in here. We got new, 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 new world order. We got a story, man. Is it finally time to prove coach wrong? Ladies, you got your wigs on? You put your makeup on? You put your you put your wig on? All right, you guys ready to go? Ladies, this is your opportunity to prove me wrong. And if I don't get any takers, no big deal. All right. Um, Is love, does love last? All right, we already showed you the clip, but just in case. Are you, you saying that doesn't last? Just in case you came in a little bit late, we're going to show you the clip of what we're debating. Love does not last. This is one young pearly things. And she set up the question nice and good. Last? Love? Love does not last. It's not intended to last. What? <laughs> <laughs> love is not intended to last. Actually, most people, even, even people who 
our pushers of love will tell you love lasts 18 months, maybe three years. But this is why it's important that you actually have something else to build on other than love. But if you want to make your decision purely on love, what happens when the love ends? And then you're going to have to deal with that. So this is why children are important, right? So if you have love, love is basically lust confusing you to procreate. That's nature. It, it gets this attachment. It feels good. I, I hope everybody experiences this. It's great. As you get older, it's less and less. For, for men, you'll experience it less and less. This is just how it works. Okay, so, all right, uh, Just Pearly Things is clutching her pearls at the moment. And uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to set it up here because it's just a 30, 45-second clip. It doesn't tell the entire story. You have to see the interview. But with that being said, now we're going to show you that it's just not that simple. When you get on here and disagree, you're probably going to agree with me, and I'll call it out. But there are several types and versions of love, and I know people are going to bring this up. What type of love are we talking about? Well, we're talking about the romantic love. Obviously, we're talking about the romantic love being pushed through the media. Everybody should be quite aware of that. If you're using another argument, what about your kids? We're not talking about kids. We're not talking about your mama. We're not talking about your family. We're talking about the everybody knows what we're talking about. So don't be ignorant when you get up in here. But there are several types of love and through Greek history and all throughout histories, people have segmented loves. But in America, we're so dumb, we can't define love. And I'll actually challenge you to define what love is. Define what love is. I bet you you probably can't do it, but I'll let you try it. Okay. And many of us, I'll give people opportunities to define love. You're going to get 50, 11 different de definitions, which is problematic, which is problematic because then you use your own definition to rebut me no that's not that's not what we're gonna do here listen we're talking about romantic love romantic love that's what we're talking about the shit you see in the movies not your own definition when you jump on here well real love no we're not gonna do that we're talking about romantic love and then i gave you some ends to go in which you're probably gonna corner yourself in and agree with me uh inadvertently but i know you i already know what's happening here so you have Eros, the eight types of love. Eros, the romantic love that can break your heart. Storage, the love that comes from feeling secure that you uh, and those you trust. Doesn't have to be romantic. Agape, a love for the universe that is bigger than yourself. That could be your love for your sky daddy or your God or your whoever you guys uh, worship. All right. That is the agape love, the ludus love, the playful love for the young couples. Ludus love, the playful puppy love. That would be puppy love. We're not talking about puppy love, but if you want to bring that in the conversation, go ahead. Mania, crazy bitches, Kate, crazy bitches. All right. A madness that drives you towards obsession, attachment, crazy, uh, damaging property, burning houses down, burning up Jordans, throwing stuff on the lawn, going crazy. Active, see, that is a form of mania. That's a lovesick. All right. What about, uh, uh, philia, the love you feel towards your closest friends. You don't believe in love of your friends? We, we're not talking about that, all right? We're not talking about that. If you bring in the fact that you don't love friends and children, you're actually using a bad argument. Pragma, it says right here, the is the love, the enduring love that lasts a lifetime. That's pragma. And then philia is love and accepting who you are, self-love. That's not philia. That is a uh, philutuia. All right, whatever that is, philutuia. So those are all different defining loves. We're talking about eidos. We're talking about this. 
romantic love. That's what we're going to talk about. All this shit, take it off the table. Understand, you got criteria to debate me here. You got to come by the criteria. Okay, so now the next thing is, check this out. Women file for 80, 70 to 80% of divorces. They initiate 70, 80% of divorces. So you're working against statistics in general. If you come here, we're going to allow you to try to prove me wrong. But the statistics tell us marriages don't last. You're talking about 40, 50, 60, 70%, whatever stat you want to come up, marriages dissolve with women initiating them. So if you're a woman, I'm going to hold your feet to the fire about this particular stat. When you try to debate me about romantic love, many people got married in the idea of romantic love. Now, if you try to just shuffle it and say, well, they weren't really in love, you're going to lose the debate. You're going to lose. I'm going to just bump your ass. You're going to lose when you say, well, they really didn't know and they just started a husband. But we 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 walked down the aisle. We planned it. All right. Yeah. And it proves my point, but that's neither here nor there. Sexless marriages. Sexless marriages. 15% of marriages are sexless according to this. But when you get into the older years, 30 to 40 years of marriages, almost 30% sexless. The years between 20 and 30. I've been married for 21 years and we're in love till this day. Are you fornicating is the question I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you that. And how many times? If you jump on here to try to prove me wrong, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to say, how much sex are you having? When was the last time you dropped your neck on your husband? When was the last time he put your knees behind your, your ears and dived in face first? If you get up here, I'm going to ask you these questions. That's going to count in all of this. I've been married for 24 years and my granny been married for 48 years. When was the last time your granny dropped neck on your granddaddy? And don't tell me your granddaddy can't get, can't get it rock hard because your granddaddy at the junior college, look at him. Your granddaddy wants somebody to drop that neck on him. So I don't want to hear your granddaddy at Walmart looking at junior college girls. <laughs> Okay, we're going to dispute it here. Here we go. What about out of wedlock children? This is worldwide. It's a worldwide phenomenon. A lot of out of wedlock children, of course, love lasts. Y'all bringing forth children into the world, but can't stay together. But you're going to jump on here. I know you're going to do it <laughs> to try to tell me love lasts, coach. You're wrong. All right, I can't wait. What about the four stages of relationships? I'm going to use this to basically prove my point. And then I'm going to use the counter argument by the same industry that's going to say, and I'll give you an idea, navigating the four stages of relationships. Let me get it. Stage one, the euphoric phase, six months to 24 months. Stage two, the early attachment stage, 12 months to 60 months. So when I jumped in there and said, love doesn't last, I'm talking about those two stages right there. After those stages, Life is going to get real, the crisis stage. And if you survive it, then you get into the deep attachment stage, which most people don't. Because this is going to be seven years and beyond. The average age, the average length of marriages in America is eight years, and that's the average. So we have people that get married and divorced in a year, two years, three years, five years, seven years. If you jump on here and say, I've been married for five years, and you're going to use that five-year marriage to prove that love lasts. I don't know what to tell you. You're going to lose the argument. You're going to lose it because you haven't even met the bare minimum yet of the average in America. You, have, you haven't done anything. So think about that when you ask jump on here. <laughs> People are not going to call in now.
People are not going to call in. They're looking like, God dang. Well, him got too many rules. Matter of fact, if you want to know, there has been a debunking of that previous thing that I just shared you. Kind of. Contrary to why I believe hell, romance can, can last in long-term relationships, says researchers. And I want you to pay attention specifically to the words that they put into this. Romance does not have to fizzle. Romance does not have to fizzle, meaning it normally fizzles. According to the American Psychological Association. Well, it doesn't have to fizzle. You don't prove my point. Actually, you prove my point. They're trying to bunk debunk it, but they're using all kind of interjections and all kind of they're using all kind of hey, Anton is here. Are you gonna jump on? Please jump on. Um, this will be great. Um, here it is right here. They're gonna say romance does not have to <laughs> fizzle out, which means it usually does. Romantic love can last a lifetime. Can last a lifetime. It says right here, romance does not have to. Many people believe romantic love is the same as passionate love. Now they're trying to dice it up. You see this? And they're like, well, romantic love, it wanes. But passionate, no, they say romantic love is an intense engagement of sexual chemistry that passion has minus the objective. They're trying to dice it up. You see them shuffling. You see them shuffling. All right. So last part. Oh, no, that's me cooking. All right. So here we go right here. Last thing, we're going to show you the rules before you get on here. Here's the rules. Drop this. Let me drop that deck. Pause, coach. Here's the rules. I know people have joined in late. The community has just cleaned the crust out of their eyes. They're too busy cleaning out chitlins and whatnot. The Negro community definitely is frowning upon my shenanigans at the moment. <laughs> All right. I messed up. I meant somebody else dropping neck. I didn't mean me. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Wait a minute. Here we go. Rule number one, no anecdotal evidence. It's not fair. It would be like me saying, well, my marriage didn't work. And then using that as a reason to debunk whatever you're talking about. So you can't come on here and say my marriage didn't work or my marriage is successful. I've been married 14 years. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Second thing you can't do is say, well, real love. And these people didn't have real love and they really didn't know, but they did it. And they went all the way. They brought forth children. They got married and they got divorced. They didn't have real love. They met their soulmate after two divorces. Can't do it. We're going to we're going to shut you down. <laughs> and number three. You cannot use Sky Daddy or any religious text to prove your case. You can't go Sky Daddy on me. Because Sky Daddy is then brings us to another conversation. So whatever your emotional appeal is, if you bring forth Sky Daddy, you cannot, you lose the automatically. So any one of these rules violated, you automatically lose. All right, so anyway. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> You look like a no. freshman. <laughs> We're going to drop that link. That's what I meant to do. We're going to drop that link. By the way, make sure you have a shirt on. Ladies, make sure you have your wig on. And I'm going to make sure I, this is the first time I've actually brought forth people to the show like this. So do not get naked on my show. I'm going to have to get you, get you behind the screen and see what you are. And I don't even know how to do this. So I'm going to share a link 
I don't know if this is the way you do it, but I'm going to do it. I normally do my show solo. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. Let me find it. Hold on for a second. Where do I go? All right, here it is right here. Let me see something. I'm going to do this here. All right, hold on for a second. Let me go over here. That's the wrong thing. Now, only, only people who are going to try to prove me wrong, only people who are going to try to prove me wrong, no prover writers, no coach you're doing your life's work, you're helping us, all of that. All right, so here you go. I think I'm going to do this the right way. Only arguments, only, only this. Now, look, if, oh, wait a minute. That's the notorious CGA. What did I do here? <laughs> okay, I think I did it. Hey, look, do not partially agree. Well, I kind of know what you're talking about, but you know what I mean? Don't partially agree. You got to be full out disagreement. Again, this is the first time I'm doing this, so I don't know what to do here. I don't know what to do. Where do I find people? All right, I see some people. Um, uh, wave your hands in the air backstage and wave it like you just don't care. All right, all right, all right. Here we go right here. First contestant up, Anton Daniels in the building. Hold on for a second. I got to bring forth music for you. For Anton Daniels in the house. Yeah. What's up, coach? <laughs> What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm chilling, chilling. I, uh, I like all your accomplishments. I love the Porsche. I Thank love uh, the show that you put on on a daily basis. I'm a fan. Um, but yep. I'm going to try to prove you wrong, though. You're going to prove me wrong. Anton Daniels, look, man, the gauntlet has been laid down, and I start off with the first challenger. Um, <laughs> Anton, congratulations on your success. I believe you have a couple channels hit 100K. Yeah, I did. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely, man. So uh, let's get into it. Prove me wrong. So the question is love doesn't last. The Did you see the clip? It's going to be I love. I just jumped in. Right you when just I jumped in. The question. I didn't see the clip specifically. Um, All right, I'm going to run the clip. I'm going to run the clip. Okay. Let me see if I can do. Oh, man, you're asking me to do too much now. Now I got to share. I'm sorry, Coach. Can I share? Okay, right here. Present, share screen. I'm going to go back to the clip. Are you saying that doesn't last? Love? Love does not last. It's not intended to last. What? (laughs) (laughs) Love is not intended to last. Actually, most people, even people who our pushers of love will tell you love lasts 18 months, maybe three years. But this is why it's important that you actually have something else to build on other than love. But if you want to make your decision purely on love, what happens when the love ends? And then you're going to have to deal with that. So this is why children are important, right? So if you have love, love is basically lust confusing you to procreate. That's nature. It it gets this attachment. It feels good. I I hope everybody experiences this. It's great. As you get older, it's less and less. For, For men, you'll experience it less and less this is just how it works all right get, give me one second let me give me one second can i ask you a couple questions before we get going yeah absolutely i mean i fundamentally already disagree because i believe i don't believe that love is a feeling i believe it's an action word i know i have i've heard this one before but let me ask you a couple questions just so okay. the audience can get it set up uh age range 40s 30s your I'm age 40. Range. i'm 40 okay 40 years old current marital status for you married 18 years okay all right early 20s 22 and, years old, I got 22. Okay, um, this is your only marriage? Yes, sir. Good job. All right, all right. Do you have children? One daughter, 14 years old. 14, all right. Congratulations on her. Good luck and be blessed with her as well. All right, how many relationships have you been in before today? All right, I know you're married for 18 years, but 
Have you been in any other relationships or is this your only relationship? Is that a trick question, coach? You know, come on, man. This is not going to be, <laughs> you know, I got to, you know, you know, I got to go ahead. You know, have you been in any other relationships, my brother? Um, When you say relationship, are you talking about somebody that you would potentially marry? I'm talking about any relationships. Um, yeah, I've had girls before my wife. Okay. All right. Were, were you in love with them at all? No. Oh, you weren't in love with them. Okay. All right. You no. just messing with them. Mm-hmm. You were playing them or no? No, I, wasn't like, playing them. I mean, it was just, it was just around, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. All they, right. They were a thing. It wasn't necessarily. But you didn't love them. No, I wouldn't say that I loved them. You didn't love them. Okay, good. All right. Um, so, um, let me see here. Uh, those relationships, well, we could skip that, but why would those relationships end? They were just around and then you found your girl. Well, I wasn't looking. You know what I'm saying? I was more or less focused on what it is that I was doing. Um, and then the person that I wound up marrying, which is the woman that I'm still married to, she just wound up being my best friend at the time. So okay. um, I knew her since high school. And then after college, we kind of linked back up and was just, you know, kind of having a conversation. And then I was like, you know what? We need to get married. You're my wife. Okay. So when you had your daughter probably was, you had her when you were in your late twenties, 26 years old, 26. Yep. And, um, you know, you definitely love her and all that you're providing for her. You, you're hustling for her. You're grinding her. Now, if it wasn't for, and I hope your daughter's not listening, but if, if, if she wasn't born, mm-hmm. would you still be married to your yes. wife? Yes. You still be married. Yep. Okay, good. All right. And this is the last question. Mm-hmm. What's your definition of love? Like I said, I think that love is an action word. I didn't get married because I loved her. I think the love part came later um, as far as the whole feeling thing, how I felt about her. Mm-hmm. Um, I got. I, I believe that marriage is a business first for men. Okay. And, and um, I think that largely I've been able to lean on that in order to continue to excel, um, especially with regard to children. I think that marriage is a business first, but I, I do think that love, especially for men, is an action word. And I think it's, it's dedication. It's, it's whether or not you're going to um, pay the bills. It's, it's, it's a loyalty that goes along with ensuring that you place everybody first before you because it, 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 you know, it is largely a thing that you have to lean on in order to be able to endure, especially the things that I endured because I went broke in 2008 when my, bo- when my daughter was born. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. um, it's a lot that goes along with it. But I don't believe love is a feeling. I don't think it's the butterflies in your stomach. I don't believe in any of that. I believe okay. that love, love is the thing that you do to ensure that you place everybody first before you understanding that everything comes back to you in the end. So I don't know if you know, you just agreed with me. Oh, did I? Yeah, you just agreed with me. And a lot of people tend to do this because in the in the clip I said, most of the time, and I've, you, we, we basically have the same, same thought that marriage is a business. First, mm-hmm. you had yep. that idea. Oh, by the way, uh, Untown, I hear someone in the background, blink twice, sir, if you need some help. I know you might have to sleep on the cap. I know yeah, she's exactly. listening. You know, brother, if you need some help, you need to me no, come to gum, come get you. around me. Nobody oh, okay. I thought somebody was there. I thought you might need to hey, blink twice if you need to come. Make me save you over right, right quick. There's nothing in here. Oh, nobody there. I mean, okay. pe- listen, I, people will know that, and my wife will sit right next to me, and I will tell you that it's a business first. And my chick don't move unless I say move. She is a representation of me. 
she don't get unruly with men. She move a specific type of way and she understand her role and, and the position that she need to play. So, okay. So right now I'm just letting you know, you agree with me. Despite okay. common disbelief, you know, a lot of people think that, that we disagree and I'm going to show you a chart. I'm going to show you what happened here. So um, let's go up to this. What typically people do is they, when I say something like that, love, love wanes, and then you come back. And I said in the clip, children, a bond, there's a transactional, there's a duty. You fell in the business duty category and you do probably say you do so, have some sort of love, but then you did overly tell me about the duty and the business and the roles, which is definitely indicative of a traditional relationship. Yep. However, what I didn't hear was this, Eros. I didn't hear the romantic love and I'll, I'll, I'll read it out here. What I'm trying to get people to show me and tell is what does this last, this romantic love, them butterflies, You and you even said the butterflies, eh, it's not a priority because you're business oriented, you're role oriented, you're duty oriented. Correct. Correct. So there's where my paradox is in trying to get people to understand. Let me take this down. because I, I will say though, coach, um, I think that today I, I am more like in love with her more than mm -hmm. I've ever been. That like, developed over time. You said what now? You said that developed over time. Yes, absolutely. I think that I'm more in love with her than I've ever been. Like, even though I'm more focused and it may be days I don't even come home. You know what I'm saying? I travel by myself. I do whatever it is that I need to do by myself. I love coming home. Like when I can get up under the covers and I see her or, you know what I'm saying? And we go out to dinner and all of that other type of stuff. It's a vibe. Like I love being married. And so that aspect of my relationship has grown more and more as I've been married. And so I think that it's that part of it is the business side of it is the priority. Like, I don't give a fuck about none of that. Like at the end of the day, it's always going to be, listen, you play your role, you play your position. I'm gonna play mine. And so that's always going to be number one. You agreeing with me, man. I'm no, with I, you. I agree. I agree with you. See, yes. And, and what a lot of times I think, I think people, I, I know people like, like your marriage. I'm not trying to pick marriages apart. I want your marriage to survive and thrive. I want men to have good, honest relationships that know what the duties and the roles are, the tradition, the transactions. Everybody knows what's up. All right. So it sounds like well, you have. Let's, let's be clear, though, coach. Even if the butterflies went away, I'm not getting divorced. So it don't fucking make no difference. Like, is I really do okay. look at this as a business first. She really? works for me. She goes out and secures deals for me. Like, she's a part of my sales team. From a business perspective, it only makes sense. Like, it that, gotta go that way. You right now, right now. So before we before we go for further, you I appreciate you sharing this, and I knew we would agree. We don't disagree. I think oh, we're yeah. on the same page. And here's the thing: I know I'm not using reverse Jedi. We got we both got milk dub heads. We both got <laughs> beards. I'm not using reverse Jedi mind tricks on you. Now, I, here's what I would like to hear. This is what I would like to know. I you have a fantastic marriage. But yeah, let's just take it from you. Let's let's leave you out of it. We're not going to known divorce. And no, no, no. Family. Okay, in your family. So your your mom's together with your father until he died, and then she remarried like two years later. Um, he died in 2017 of, of a freak accident. That's just life. 
Um, my, all three of my brothers are married. All nine of my uncles on my mother's side is married. And my other uncle, my brother's, I mean, my dad's brother is still married. I've never seen divorce in my family. In my never life. seen a divorce. Okay, so let's take family out of it. So what we have is, we, what we say is take the family out of it because you obviously have a an experience that is different from most people in America, right? This is a different experience. We have, we have divorce rampant. We have the cheating. We have sexless marriages. Let's take it out of that. How would you advise a couple not using your family oh, as a, as a couple or a single man or a single man, not using you as a frame of reference? I, I would say that <laughs> I don't think that if you're not looking at it completely from a business perspective, I would not advise a man to get married today. Time out, time out, time out, time you know, out. If, you, if you're looking at it from a love perspective or if your parents are saying, hey, you need to get married just from that or whatever, I would not advise you. To, I would not tell a, I won't tell a guy to ever marry a, a, a woman that has children. And I would never tell a guy to just go, especially if you're successful. Marriage is a young man's game that A, either don't know any better or B, really is conditioned to understand and look at it from a business perspective. If you have not looked at it from a business perspective and understand the benefits that come along with it and then move appropriately, then I would not advise a young guy to get married ever. Okay, so I got because a timeout. Like, oh, sense. you got more? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. It, it just doesn't make sense. It's too risky. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a poll up in the audience, but before I do, I'm going to celebrate a win. I won, Anton. No, I won. I, listen... I, I will concede victory in that instance. I have no problem conceding the the. the, the. I, I need no to come problem. on your channel, brother. I'm, I'm going to come on your channel. Let's set something up. Let's link up and let's get together. Um, I'm going to put a poll, but the poll is going to be biased because I'm on my platform. I'm on okay. my platform. They go say yeah, you yeah. lost. I mean, they go say you lost, but that I'm does give that. me the, okay. The, but that does give me an opportunity to come over to your stuff, and you can. You can ask me, but questions. you know what, coach? I'm gonna tell you, like, I don't tell guys that they have to get married. What I tell guys is that if you are going to get married, let me show you how you need to look at it from a business perspective and how you can be successfully married. Mm. The goal isn't to make push guys to get married. That's not the goal. Okay. The goal is to help dudes understand what, what they're getting themselves into if they decide that this is the this is the position that they wanted to take and this is the the road that they wanted to go down. So mm -hmm. I think I got the key to how it, how it can be a successful marriage. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think guys should just randomly go and get married for the sake of getting married. That doesn't make any sense. So you're saying if they were in love with a woman and that was it, that was it. They were they, like, I love her. To, that they need to get some post nut clarity. <laughs> Do we probably agree on damn near everything? My goodness. All right. And they, people been pitting us against each other. But we are know, in man. agreement. I, we are in agreement here, and I knew I knew this was the case all along. I didn't think. Yeah. I didn't think. Um, and go check out his channels. Um, if anybody can put Anton's links to his channels in here, I can't do all of this at the same time. Go subscribe to him. My man's got the yeah, financials. I think that you are spot on. I I have not seen anything that you said that I. Like in previous live streams, because I check you out all the time. Yeah. I haven't seen anything that you said that I that I disagree with. Um, the only thing that I think that is that is missing in this space is that people 
people need to understand the business side of what it can bring to you if you're looking to go into certain arenas and certain aspects of your life. If you're looking to level up in corporate America, you're looking to get into politics, you're looking to do a lot of different things. I think that it can be beneficial if you set it up the right way and you put the paperwork in there and then understand what comes along with it. And yeah. you got to get a chick that that aligns with you from a business perspective. Otherwise, wow. It it, it, it's a, yeah. And you know what? And I actually tell guys um, when I was uh, when I got married, um, what happened was I was trying to become a, a head coach at the division one level or the division two level. And I was advised. They were like, hey, if you want to do this, you probably need you a wife. You know yeah. what I mean? You want to be and married. That's what I tell people all the time. Yep. It's certain doors that I would have never gotten in um, had it not been for her networking with guys, wives that I wound up doing business with. So, yeah. All right. So look at the end of it. Let's let's put a pin in that. I appreciate you dropping in on this one. I won. All right, Coach. I'm gonna come I back. I'm gonna show you some love. Yeah, and, I appreciate uh, it, brother. I appreciate it. But I'll come on to your show. Let me know. Let's get an invitation out. And absolutely. And then you can give me the third degree. You can corner me and trick question me. <laughs> I don't think listen, listen, coach. You yeah. um you got too much wisdom in your beard. I don't think that I can trip you up. I don't and, think uh, that I seen what you did to Hafiz. I, I don't think that I can pick you up, bro. And look, if you want me to bring you a tombstone pizza when you get put on the couch after this show, you know, I'll bring you a tombstone. I send something over to you. Just drop the address because you're gonna be on the couch tonight, brother. You lost. All right, it. I got you. All right, brother, listen, man. listen, coach, coach. Yeah, yeah. I'm never fucking sleeping on the couch in my own house that I pay for. You a king. I'm, ne I'm never sleeping on the couch in the house that I pay for ever. Word. That's the right thing, brother. Right, I, coach, you, I love you, bro. All right, man. All right, love you too, man. Uh, peace out. All right, man. So, so far, we got one challenger that took the CGA challenge. All right. Hafiz, is it, are you in the building? Let's do this, man. <laughs> Shout out to him. I appreciate him coming over here, man. I don't think he saw the prep leading up. So, um, somebody said, what's the links to his channel? Let me see. I don't know, man. I don't know what the links are, but let me see if I can pull them up real quick. Let me see if I can pull them up. He's a good guy, entrepreneur, money, all of that stuff. He got advice, life advice. He's got two channels, and um, he's about to go on live or something. I don't know what's going on. This is his one channel. All right, this is one of them. All right, Anton Daniels, look him up. 111K subscribers. He's in, the, he's in the elite class, and he does have another one. Solid brother, man. All right, so look. Um, it, this does give us an opportunity. This does give us an opportunity. I will gloat. I will gloat. I won. All right. But, but now it's time for somebody else. Where are the ladies? Where are the ladies at? Ladies, I know you here. I know you want to drop your neck on CGA. <laughs> Who's next? I'm gonna put the link up. Hold on for a second. I'm gonna put the link up. Uh, one thing that people have to get is when they hear me, right? They hear me, they I know the things, the way I say things, I say love don't exist. You know, I know it sounds weird, but if you listen to the entire clip, I came back and said, well, when you have children, typically that lets the marriage continue. You stay for the children and that's where the love transitions into and you have a duty to each other. Some people can't even do that. You can't even do that duty. People are getting divorced. They're getting praying mantis. They're getting child support. They're getting their homes broken up and can't even complete the duty because why? The romantic love is not there. 
the romantic love leaves. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> and then they say, oh, and then they, and then the bullshit happens. This is what people do. Yeah. The obligations. And I think like he thinks it's a business. If everybody knows their role and shuts their pie hole, people will be able to have successful marriages. But when people start relationships with love, when the love goes and you have nothing else stronger enough to keep that bond together, as I said, the love goes, the relationship goes. All right, so look, we got people dropping this link. Um, I'm going to see if I can find, again, how do I invite people on here? <laughs> okay, hold on for a second. Okay, um, let me see here. Let me drop this link. I think this is how I do it. Uh, ladies, ladies, this is your chance. This is your chance. Ladies, get in here. Put your wig on. Let me read some super chats. Put your wigs on. Get your weave fixed. Get your weave fixed. All right, let's see here. Um, I'm doing super chats. I got too much going on. I normally stream by myself, but just adding that, just adding that had me struggling. Okay. Let me see here. Shout out to the dictator. What time we on tomorrow? 830. Teddy KGB just saw an article that men aren't using protection at the rate as the rates of the itchy scratchy are going up. Like men are the only ones having SEX. They have to blame Jermaine, right? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's So yeah, fault. if she let him slide in Rosky, which I've disputed the fact that men are having protected sex. Many of your dating coaches walking around here with the itchy scratchy. I talked about it and showed data at the amount of people that use protection. As a matter of fact, people that are cheating on their spouses are often more likely to use no protection than protection. I gave you a story today of a man that cheated on his wife and brought her to STDs. It's no joke out here. We don't play fantasy and myth over here. We don't play fairy tale. We tell you like it is what it is. I use reality. If you got a girl in your bed, and she gets in there at 8 p.m. And y'all sleep until 10.30 p.m. Probably first time you hit them skins, you put a condom on. I guarantee you by time number two or three, round number two or three, by the time you rolled over in the morning, you did not reach for no rubber. So let's deal with reality. There's too many people walking around here pregnant. There's too many women having early terminations of pregnancy. There's too many people getting knocked up. There's too many people having babies that don't love each other. For me to believe people are using protection. Stop. <laughs> that's what the reality is and when we talk about this now are we just going to blame the men for not putting the rubber on no we got to blame the women since we're equal there's no more blaming the men and the women here women if the article says men aren't using jimmy hats that means you aren't either and you're responsible okay shout out to be real mahogany Having to prove your love 30 days a month, 13 holidays a year until love fizzles. Mm. Yeah. It's not an attainable goal. And I think people trying to argue that with me, which is Eidos. You're trying to argue that romantic love is it. This is why I asked the question. If you do have children, what if the fact that you, and it's a what if, what if you don't have children, would you still be together? Randy Bills, dang, them Biden sound bites are so cringe, coach. You mean like this? Hold up, this one. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> Billy the Kid says, Anton, if your wife is in the room, blink two times, man. Yeah, we might have had to help him out. Hey, uh, we're going to send some catfish nuggets. 
over to Anton today. He said he ain't sleeping on the couch, but if if he does, we'll send some catfish nuggets over there. All right, my man Bunta GT3, he agrees and doesn't even realize it. Walked right into CGA's warm embrace. And a lot of people realize that. You know, you're going to agree with me. My warm embrace. I have that mystic magic. And I make it last forever. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. Age of the Machines. Age of Machines says the issue is what do you do when she fails? Says, how do you drop the hammer on a woman that feels she has no obligation to you, your role or authority? Now, that is a million dollar question as well, because what we ultimately are finding out is that men, men want the relationships to continue. In the case of JDF, the Green Ranger, he was trying to keep the marriage going. She filed for divorce. He's still up into his dying day, into his last breath, until the undertaker took him. He still was trying to work it out and he was trying to give her instructions and she's headed for self-destruction. Now she's on the internet. Oh my God. She's on the internet like this here. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, bullshit. She acting. I don't give a damn how y'all feel. She's acting. Bullshit. <laughs> What if she stops wanting to do it? And the reality is, guys, you can't stop them because 80% of them file for divorces. 90% of college-educated women file for divorces. When they're done, when the woman's fed up and they ain't want no more instruction, you can send her Democratic fish fry nuggets. You can sit up there and run whatever game you think you're going to run when a woman's fed up. Somebody says, next ninja up. Nobody want this challenge. Nobody wants CGA. Nobody want to prove me wrong. See, look, I don't want to hear shit. All y'all dating coaches, jump your punk asses on here. I know you're watching this show. And they ain't going to do it. Where's Dr. John Deloney? Where's all the dating coaches? I got an open link, and they monkey asses are sitting back there. This your chance. Trollo, get your ass on here. Get your ass on here. You know I'm live. Everybody knows what time I go on. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Nobody want no smoke. CGA is the champion, man. I'm the people's champion. <laughs> I'm undefeated. Hey, look, the free agent lifestyle is undefeated. Dude, I've never opened up an opportunity for people to bring their ass on here. I opened it up. Everybody's watching me or they're watching Fresh and Fit. They're watching one of us. And they don't want no smoke. Hey, look, there's nobody. I have nobody else in the queue. Nobody's here. Anton is the only one to step up for the gauntlet. Game over. CGA is the winner. I don't want to hear shit. If anybody cuts a video on me, if anybody cuts a video on me from this tape day forward, they're a punk. That's what they are. Bring your dating coaches. Bring your ass on here. Let's talk. Let's change the subject. Let's talk about running game. Change the subject. I got to change the subject because I won this one. I'm the undisputed people's champion. Bring your punk asses on here, dating coaches. We got some smoke for you. Bring your ass. Where your girl? And you know what? If you show up dating coaches, you gotta be, you better have a girl in the background. You better have a girl dropping neck on you. <laughs> I'm talking that ish now. Because look, there's, the link is open. The link is open. Hold up. Where they at? Hold up. What the hell? Now I got to stretch the show out. It's an hour and 40 minutes. I got to stretch the show out. Where y'all at? 
This is your chance. This is your chance. Ah, 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 ah. Nothing. Cricket. The free agent lifestyle is the it's the undisputed message of the Crimson Capsule. I'm gonna crown myself right now. We're gonna give myself a new a new name. I, I deserve a new nickname. Nobody, nobody came. Not one dating coach. Where they at? All that shit they've been talking for four years. You know they know I'm on live. <laughs> The king of kings is in the building, Fado S says. The king of kings, where the women at? Where are all the women? Where's the bitter and hurt women at? We pound for pound, the best male content creator ever. We conquered it. This is how you take over a space. This is how you take over. From this day forward, tell, remind them. If they cut a video on me, remind them of this day. CGA, let y'all come in. And you didn't say shit. If you need to get your, if you need to tape your beard on, if you need to put on your, get your super, did you need to get your jacket and your coat and your sunglasses on? You need to get your hairbrush. I'll give you some time. I'll give you some time. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. We just took over the space. CGA just took over the space. And I didn't even mean to. <laughs> the after pill. We just crowned ourselves the king. The king of kings is here. Nobody else can say no. No, 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 no. I'm going to get a sword now. I'm going to get a sword. I'm going to get a sword. I'm going to get a flag. We're going to plant it into the ground. Put your clown suit on. Whatever you need to put on, put it on here. We waiting. Let me get some super chat. Let me get some contributions. Somebody going to pop up. Somebody going to pop up. You know they know I'm on live. Everybody watches me at some particular point. Give me if if y'all want to do if you want to do the grifting thing, call me a grifter. What are we doing? <laughs> what about the ladies? The ladies, where are y'all at today? Where y'all at, ladies? You didn't you didn't put a down payment on your wig. <laughs> the undisputed. There's no dispute now, gentlemen. Listen, I don't have an ego in this. But there is no dispute going forward. Shout out to my man that said the free agent lifestyle is undefeated. Anyone else get the F out. He says, no way I need a woman to help me succeed. Shout out to you. And that's from Byron in the building. Shout out to you. We proved them wrong. All these things that they keep saying and, and, and you know. Shout out to Jones G. Life experience of a 40-plus-year-old man is invaluable. Shout out to you. Yes, it is. But they people want to call us old. People want to call us old. I need to pin the link, potentially. I'll pin the link. Let me see if I can do that. Yeah, maybe it passed up. Okay. Somebody using a burner account. All right, so let's see here. I popped it up there. I'll pin it up here. Let me see. But uh, people want to call, let me see, replace pin. Okay, replace pin. We're going to take the PayPal down. Uh, we had a couple people go vote for Anton. So Anton got 11%. CGA got 89%. Shout out to Anton for getting some support here. Uh, I love it. We love it. 
and it was a definitely a cordial, cordial event. Jones G had this to add. He says, uh, thanks for articulating real world issues, coach. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Sh shout out to you. A lot of people, one of the things that people do is they dismiss older men. And I'm only in my 40s. I mean, if you think I'm old, you're going to be catching up to me pretty fast. So with that being said, um, with that being said, you guys don't have the answers all in your 20s and 30s. If you think you have the answers in your 20s or 30s, you're going to be in for a rude awakening. Most of you guys have never been sued. You never had a problem or a complication in your life. Most of you guys haven't had a financial uh, this uh, a situation where it ruined your ruined your credit based on a relationship. You haven't had these. We had them. We had them. And now we get to share these things with you. But of course, you want to live in a fantasy world and you want don't want to take our advice. You don't want to take our advice. Uh, let's see. Super chats. John Deloney, where are you at? I'm hoping John Deloney comes in. Where's John Deloney? Somebody says, I'm older than you. Yes, indeed. He says, I'm going to be around CGA age in 10 years. You don't, you want to avoid the problems. You don't want the BS. You don't want the BS problems. And look, it doesn't mean you don't have to have a relationship, but you do have to guard against the mess. We got some more super chats. Edward, Edward M. He says, thanks to CGA at 54 years old for the first time in my life. I now realize that I can have peace, quiet, and freedom. Young man, listen to coach. Listen to coach, young man. Yeah, shout out to you, man. Yes, you can achieve peace, quiet, and freedom. And you're never going to run out of women, guys. Women are always going to be here. The wealth manager give these 304s the gift of goodbye. He says they come back. Boy, that's a really, really th crazy thing. When they come back, you know you won. You got leverage. Henry Resilient, pound for pound, the best male content creator hands in the building. All right, we got that silver tongue in the building. Pause. Justify Misogyny says debate dating coaches on dating versus the dark side. Well, they have an open invitation to come in here. Pound for pound. Somebody he said, coach, every time you say, wait a minute, I will tally it down. Do I say that a lot? Do I say that? The dictator says, boom, by yay, CGA, boom, by yay in the building. Shout out to you, Teddy KGB. Crown his axe. He is who we thought he was in the building, free agent for life. Where's all my church people? Where's my reverend? Where's Deacon Clapcheeks at? <laughs> Where's Deacon Clapcheeks at? Deacon Clapcheeks, where you at? <laughs> Wait a minute. Somebody says, CGA, you already have kids. He says, no need to remarry. The rest of us who want a family need to give it a shot. And I've actually talked about that considerably. And this is why I don't say do not have children. And in the mode of Anton, he is actually explaining to you the best way to get into a marriage. If indeed you want to have a legacy. I'm telling you legacy is somewhat of a myth. Just look at your statistics. But if you bring children into the world, I tell you, Probably what you should not do, meaning if you're broken, you don't have a legacy and you running around here with a Honda Civic with no passenger side uh, mirror. OK, 
probably should not bring no kids. If you're just going to send your kid to the public school indoctrination camp and not even give them chance a chance at life, don't bring forth children. If you're not going to stay married, do not bring forth children. If you not have not trained your woman in the first six weeks of the relationships on what the deal is, do not have children. If you're going to have a romantic love marriage, do not have children. All right, you're just going to ruin your children. Do you want to ruin children? I know you want children. Children are great. And I call children. Shout out to my children. I love my children. But they're lovable liabilities. They're lovable liabilities. They are not free, although the act to create them is somewhat free. You're still paying for it. But when you bring children into the world, they're very expensive. And not only that, people are doing the bare minimum celebrating. They're celebrating their parentage doing the bare minimum, raising boys and girl club daycare center kids. If you're going to raise boys and girl club daycare centers, spare the world another one of these loser children. I mean, stop it. Stop bringing these children into the world. Nobody wants them. If you guys are going to go get divorced and fight for child support, stop bringing kids. If you're going to get married on a whim, stop bringing kids. All right, stop it. If you're going to put spaghetti on aluminum foil and serve them like they're pigs and, and, and are getting pig slop, don't bring no kids, period. <laughs> Again, there's an argument here. I'm not saying to not have children. I know you are thinking and you're curious. You think, sir, and I'm not dissing you. I'm just using you as an example. You think your kid's going to be as athletic, as as handsome, as as charismatic, as as wonderful as you were when you are who you are now. Oh, I'm wonderful. I was a super duper stud athlete. I was the best. I had all the charisma and all the girls. I'm going to just tell you, if you put those expectations on your kid, you're going to be severely disappointed. Your kid's going to be goofy, knock me, chunky, especially if you marry an American woman. The kid's going to feed them so much hype. Uh, um, uh, corn syrup, fructose corn syrup. I meant high fructose corn syrup. They're going to be eating a whole bunch of whole bunch of drive through menus, uh, tombstone pizzas, Democratic fish fried nuggets. They're going to be eating. Um... <laughs> you think your kid's going to be on the varsity as a freshman? Probably not. Your probably kid going to be on the bench. Your kid, you think your kid's going to play tackle football and he ain't going to play tackle football. He going to play lacrosse. You think you're going to be going all around and you're going to have the next Kevin Durant and you're going to have the next Demetrius DeRay Ray. Ain't nothing going on, Trayvon. You ain't going nothing. He's going to be flipping. He's going to be flipping burgers from McDonald's. He's going to be the manager at Subway at a 32. And that's the normal state of things. You think you're going to have this idea. You're going to bring this kid up and train him to be the next big thing. And you are going to be disappointed. Stop with the bullshit. You're you're you're, uh, you're trying to glamorize this. And not only that, you think it's free. Oh, it's free. It ain't going to cost a thing. And I'll pay $400 in child support. And I'll never have the kids alienated against me, either if we stay married or not. You guys are going to have some complications. And it's not going to be pretty. Raising kids is not a pretty act. I don't care if you're married or not. Raising kids is not a pretty act. It is very down and dirty. Sleepless nights, worrying, planning. Most people fail miserably at this. And you think your kid's going to like you? You think that's a guarantee? Nope. You think your kid's going to like you? 
You got to discipline them. You got to instruct them. You got to give them an advantage in life. Most people don't give your kids any of these things. What if they turn out limp-wristed? What if they turn out reading rainbow? Are you still going to love them? I hope you do. You better. But I guarantee you, you didn't plan on that happening, but it certainly could in this environment. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Somebody said, do you like your parents? Are you talking about me? Are you asking me that? Is that a serious question or what? And what kind of question is that? <laughs> but it's a real reality. It's a real reality. And we need to bring, get you, get you out of the fog of fantasy. And of course, the fog of fantasy literally, um, literally puts you in these positions where you just curiosity. Oh, maybe I'll have the next Barack Obama. Okay. <laughs> Dude, you could give you could give your kids everything and you can give them everything in your mind and you still might fail. Okay. You might think you can give them all the advantages uh socially and you really put the emphasis there and they still feel lonely and they still feel like they don't that you don't like them. Then I played the clip of Denzel Washington talking about daddy, do you like me? Remember that clip? And he's like, I've given you everything, son. I've given you a warm bed. I've given you food in your belly. I've given you everything. And the kid's still like, eh. <laughs> you can do everything right. He says it's a trick question. No kid likes their parents, especially when they're adolescents. You think your kid loves you? You know, you're five. You're at the Foot Locker. Your kid's... Your kids are like Velcro when they're five, six, and seven. They're like Velcro. You're their world. They turn into teenagers, and it's some different shit. And it should be. But it's different. And the reason why is they want to spread their wings. They want to spread their wings. They want to be have a sense of independence. Uh, they have a sense of belief in they, their ego. Study the id and the ego. Their ego has developed. Their personality is fully developed. Their personality is pretty much what it is. You're not going to change it by the time they get 14, 15, and 16. They are who they are. And now, now they want to spread their wings and they want to have a sense of independence. They don't want to hear your bullshit and your stories about how you was a Mac in the 90s. Hmm? They don't want to do that. They want to be them. The problem is they can't survive on their own, right? But they think they can. Remember when you were 16? Remember when you were 15? You thought you knew everything and nobody could tell you nothing. And you knew everything. You could survive. Yeah, I can leave right now and I'll survive. No, you know that's not true. But then what happens when that happens? And most teenagers have that relationship with one, if not both of their parents. Hmm? Somebody says spread their wings. Yeah. And when that happens, you're going to be like, wow. Hmm. You might say they're ungrateful. You might say something's wrong with them. <laughs> you might you might come to a whole bunch of things. You might feel they're pulling away from you. But they're just being adolescents. And they're going to not want to be with you on the weekend. They're going to want to be in their room with their door closed playing video games or on their phone on TikTok. They're going to want to go to sleepovers. They're going to want to not be around you. They're going to be at basketball practice. They're going to have stresses. They're going to have embarrassing moments at their school that they come back home and think about all day. And you're like, what's bothering you? Why don't you talk to me? And they just went through some shit on the playground. 
they went through some shit. Remember when you was in high school and middle school and you went through some shit? You didn't come home. Hi, mom and dad. You was like thinking all day, like, damn. You went through some shit and now you can't wait till tomorrow to correct the shit. Soon as I get back, you talking to yourself about shit you should have said. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You're like, next time somebody says that, I'm going to say this. That's what the kid's thinking about. And you and they head messing around. They're like, man, get, get out of here with that bullshit. There ain't nothing new you're going to say to them mostly. So they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> See? And then you might have spoiled and entitled kids. You might have kids that that, that they don't have any ambition. So there's no perfect solution. What I tell you is warnings, and the warnings can seem like doom or gloom. It can seem like, oh, man, you're making it sound bad. And then you can use the argument that I have kids, so the reason why you don't want to remarry is because you've already achieved it, and your argument is let me achieve it. And I say, what do I say to that, guys? Put in, put in what I tell you when you arrive at that conclusion. I no longer debate you. What phrase do I use when you come to this conclusion, put it in here. And anybody that keeps debating me on this, this is what I'm going to tell you. Anybody knows it. Nope. It's not proceed. Go ahead. What do I tell you? What do I tell you? Yep. Lord got it. Roll the dice. I say, okay, listen, <laughs> I can't convince you. I'm just going to give you advice. Roll the dice. You know, what I mean? roll the dice. All you can know, all you can do, all you can do is just roll the dice at this point. I, I can't tell you. I can't talk you off the ledge. I can't prepare you. You don't want to listen. Fine with me. I'm not going to convince you not to do it. My job is not to convince you. My job is to basically say, okay, then if that's the, if that's where you arrive, roll the dice, find you a straggle daggle, knock her ass up, <laughs> knock her ass up. And then. Over 18 years, I'll be here doing coaching calls. You can call me anytime. You'll need me, though. Your ass is going to call me. I also say hope is not a strategy. You're going to call me. Because, shit, I wish I had somebody to call on throughout my entire parentage. I wish I had somebody I could call on throughout my entire marriage. I wish I had somebody I can call on when I was dating after uh, my divorce. I, I had nobody. But today you guys got somebody. Somebody said you're going to learn. And I give you options. Are they options that are going to be something that you say, oh, that's a perfect option. What men here do, since I have nobody here in the queue here, and we're going to wrap it up soon. What I do give men are solutions, but they're just, they're not perfect solutions. Anybody that's giving you a perfect solution is a fraud. And now since I'm the king of kings of content, okay, I'm the king of kings here. I can tell you right now that they're misleading you. What I'm going to give you is trade-offs. It's not going to be perfect. These are things that I would do if I would proceed now. These are things that if I knew I had these options, I probably would have considered it, but nobody ever discussed it with me. And so these things that I give you as a solution are trade-offs. You're going to say, but I don't want to do that. And I don't want to do that. And then I just say, well, roll the dice. You got to have some trade-off. There's nothing going to be perfect. There's no perfect scenario. Not even marriage and children in America. It's actually one of the most imperfect. But then when I give you the other ones, well, this is not natural. Then I give you the other one. Well, they're going to be too far. I give you another one. Well, 
Okay. You just want to be a whiny dude? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> they don't want to listen. Somebody says you wouldn't have listened, though. How do we know? I mean, actually, people don't understand. I had these thoughts way before I got married. So people think I've arrived at this because I learned something after I got divorced and I got into the dating marketplace. I had many of these thoughts prior. This is why they can roll off my tongue so eloquently. I've been thinking about it for decades. And it's somewhat, my marriage was somewhat of a self-fulfilling prophecy, if you will, meaning like I kind of, see, I approach things and I think about it. And so I went into it going, this could happen. And it happened. <laughs> Because I'm Coach Dodamas. And it almost happened down to a T, even the legal process. Because I was like, but I'm Coach Dodamas like that. You guys can't see your future. You're a little bit blinded by hope and space God and these things that don't, that don't really give you anything while your feet are planted here on the earth. I'm a very analytical, I know kind of how things work. I worked with teenagers well before I even had kids. I worked for teenagers for nearly nearly a decade before I had my first kid. So I was kind of well-versed as to what to expect when kids become teenagers because I was the guy, I was the guy that all of the teenagers came to. It was like, my parents this and my life is this and whatnot. Hey, we got a contender here. Wave your hands in the air like you just don't care. All right, remember, you got to disagree. Do you disagree? Shake your head, yes or no. All right, all right. Let me make sure I got. Okay, we're going to put her up on the screen. We got somebody. Tell us what your name is. Non-government name. Oh, non-government name. All right, I saw that. Hold on for a second. I know who this is. New, 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 new world order. All right, hold on for a second. I actually, I know who this is. Is this the private investigator? Is it the private investigator? She not answering no questions. Can you hear me? Yes, I do. Okay. All right. Where are you from? Jersey City. Jersey City. Do you disagree with my assessment? Have you? How long have you been watching the show? Uh, maybe six months. Oh, okay. So you've been here. All right. Do you disagree with my assessment that love doesn't last? Um, it's not permanent it does evolve in marriage because of the children and because you are creating you're creating a new existence so love evolves but i do believe that marriage in itself lasts between 7 to 12 years that's what at 12 years it's starting to become very apparent that that there's just too many problems, the resentments, the in-laws, the families, your cousins, all the things that you have to do, you're not getting it reciprocated. So okay. about seven to 12, I, I, marriages are good, good, about seven to 12 years. Okay, so it sounds like you agree, but are you married right now? No, happily divorced. Okay, yeah, so she's a divorcee. So I was gonna ask you, I was gonna ask you if you got permission from- But you don't have no husband. All right. No. She's a divorcee. So uh, she's up to go 10 toes. Are you part of the 10 toes up game? No, no, no. <laughs> um, listen, when you get up here, this is your chance. This could have been a chance to be a part of the 10 toes up game. You don't want to be a part. No, 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 no. Um, 
anyway. All right. So uh, so it sounds like you agree more than you disagree uh, that the love tends to end. And I want to focus on something you said. Family. You were talking about cousins and nieces and nephews. Can you describe as a divorcee to men? Because they don't know how much your family becomes a part of your marriage and how they exactly. might cause con- dissension. Can you explain that to the people? Um, what happens is that, um, how can I say, especially if you don't come, like if the families are similar, like if you're both families are large families, then there's certain um, nuances in those existences that do not exist in smaller families. So if you come from different family types, that's that's an issue because there's things that happen that can roll off the back of somebody. But for someone from a smaller family, or it could be vice versa. Right. You know, um, but you have to understand that if you are going to get married, you are creating a new a new life not just getting married and Ooh, and you know going on a boat and going to the beach no that's nice but you're creating a new existence you are creating a team you are creating wealth you are creating um a safety net so people don't realize how big of a deal that is now let me ask you you got divorced did you file for divorce yeah it's mostly the women that file yeah. Okay. So, in fact, you didn't file for divorce. Can you tell us why you filed for divorce? Um, you just get you just get to a point um, that it's like this is this is just not going to work. Okay, but hold on for a second. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like I'm not happy. <laughs> All right. So, did you hit your husband with the "I'm not happy"? I mean, it wasn't anything like horrible. It was just, uh, it was just ongoing. All right, hold on. For, before you say something else, did you say this? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always <laughs> Jermaine's fault. No, I, I never, I, I, I never. It, you know, it is what it is. You know, it. You know, you, you go to counseling <laughs> and stuff, and it just doesn't. Wait, wait, wait. We're not gonna have this. Let me ask you this. We're not gonna have this because you're shuffling right now. You are shuffling. Hold on for a second. We got to play it. She shuffled. Uh, hold on for a second. G- give me one second. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Okay. We, we, saw, we saw you shuffling. You got a divorce. You broke up your family. Do you have children? Yes. Okay. Why did you get divorced? Did you cheat on your husband? Um, hold no, up. That's not that's not that you shuffle. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. So you cheated on your husband. No, no, no. It was we went to counseling and it just you go to counseling. And this is the thing that there's already dynamics in the in the relationship. And it's almost like you not one per one of one of the people, you know, either you or the spouse, they're um they're like Rolodexing. 
you know, they, they, they roll a deck. So now they have all this information. So then uh, they go back. Um, there's like, you know, gaslighting and, and you just, you just, you just see that you're going around in circles and circles and circles and circles. He's going to sleep. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Let me get some real answers from you for a second here. Okay. So you went to marriage counseling. You initiated divorce. Did you initiate the marriage counseling? Yes, I think I did. Yes. Okay. You initiated the marriage counseling. So you I mean, this was 10 years ago. So you walk them down the plank. And how old is your children? Right um, now? They're 20, uh, 20, 18 and 16. 2018 to 16, 10 years ago. So six, eight and 10, six, eight and mm -hmm. 10, roughly something like that. And uh, what was the custody arrangement? Give me an idea what the custody arrangement was. Like 60-40. 60-40, somewhat 50-50. 60-40 to me is, a, is just depends on the guy's work schedule or your work schedule. Did you, yeah. Did you have the majority? He had You had the majority and he had a work schedule that he couldn't take 50-50. Right. Okay, so that makes sense. Did he pay child support? Yes. So did you take him in for child support or did they just ordered it? No, it was it was arranged. It like was it's, arranged. It, it's, uh, it's done on the court papers. Oh, so you just threw the rocks and hid your hands. Say that again? You threw the rocks and hid your hands. You basically was like, well, it is what it is. They just they just put it in there. Or you just could have been like, nah, don't worry about it. I have you, you could have focused on your career. Hold on. You could have. So I could focus on my career. You just was like, well, it's part of the it's part of the paperwork. I just might as well take money. How much was the money roughly? Oh, I'm not going to say. Uh, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. <laughs> I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you gonna do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Hey, what? Where did she go? Oh, wait a minute! Hold up for a second. Oh, hold up for a second. Where did she? What is it? What, what? Wait a minute. What? I thought she was here. I don't know what happened. <laughs> here we go. What, what are we doing? What happened? <laughs> Somebody said you kept interrupting her. You kept interrupting her. Gentlemen, where have you been? You just going to let them just roll off and just word salad? You gonna let them word salad and shuffle the entire time? You gotta call them out. Y'all be letting people go on way too long, way too long, and word salading and all this shit. You know, you cut her off. I want to get down to the nitty gritty. We don't got time to figure out. Oh, remember, I fell asleep. I literally fell asleep and let her talk. He said I cut her off. I was literally sitting there listening to her like this. <laughs> he talking about I cut her off. I literally had to get down to the nitty gritty. I was like, remember. Remember, I did this show. I did the show and I see you in the back. I did the show and I said, I said, when you go on a date and you vet women, go back into the show. It was last week. I said, when you vet women, don't be afraid to ask them the hard questions. And when did I, I said also, I said, ask them about their custody arrangement. You're going to get them to, you're going to get them to skedaddle. They're going to be like, remember, I said that I just went over that. Go back and watch the video, Mr. I cut them off. 
I told you when you sit across from them, you want to exercise the feminist. You want to get it out. You want to be like, okay, what, what, what is this? And what is the arrangement? Did he pay child support? And how much you literally, you, you are, you're avoiding a bad date. But if you just let them sit there and talk about the ambiance. Anyway, wave your hands like you just don't care in the background. Okay, all right, here we go. Henry Resilient in the building, Mr. 150K. Yeah, man, it is oh, real. <laughs> it is real. Um, I was looking at the calculations today. But um, I'm just living proof that love is temporary, and I just want to let the men know it's very real. Don't play with marriage. Don't. <sighs> I'm with you, coach. I'm just <laughs> here to support you. <laughs> I'm just I'm here going through it. My man's going through it. So this isn't a disagreement and this is going to be our last one. Go ahead. Here's the story. So my daughter had her first dentist appointment yesterday. We have to go to these appointments together. When I say the love is lost, we get there. I have, I had her. So I take her there. She arrives. We don't say hi. Yep. We don't say bye. Yep. We walk in. She held her for the uh, exam and then we leave. She give her mother a kiss. I'll put her in the car. That's it. Man, let me tell you something. Um, I have a similar situation as though as as does many men and women in our country uh, that split up and have broken families. Now, what we don't understand as parents when we do this is you're creating tension and stress for those <sighs> children. And it's a selfish act by both parents. Of course, we got to take some accountability in this. We could be the bigger man. Unfortunately, we feel like we're getting screwed. So, and she's playing the system and throwing rocks and hiding hands. So we feel, feel like we're not going to be the bigger man in this situation. But what we have to understand is when two parents are doing this, you're, you're creating tension that the kid can feel. They both love both parents. And what, they'll, what they're going to anticipate is that you two are going to have a major blow up and they don't want it to happen. Uh, I'm pretty even cute. So as long as I don't talk to her, I don't have to risk her blowing up per se. She tried to trap me once at a, at a doctor's appointment. And I said, Hey, 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 how about we had this conversation in the, in the app. In the parenting app, which is how yeah, co-parents communicate. You want that parenting app, man. You do yeah. not want to have any conversations outside that app because she'll she'll try to hem you up and then it'll be your word against hers and that's something i'm trying to avoid especially like the uh settlement hearing is on the 29th okay so how old are your children i have one daughter she's two and a half she'll that's be right. very oh my god jeez my man is in she don't really house. see it though she just see mama oh. house and daddy house mm -hmm. we go in the daddy house she's today rich right now yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got two houses and two kitchens. I remember my kid once said that two, on the bus. two houses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had two Christmases and their kids were like, wow, you have two Christmases. They thought they were lying. You don't have two Christmases. And my kids was like, we got two Christmases and two houses. But, but I think your kid's very young right now. So you don't know you've been praying mantis as we know. Oh, for, Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. So when you talking about praying mantis, I'm literally, we literally in the car. I just got offered the highest paying job in my life and I'm happy. I'm excited. And she, she hit me with the, you know, for the last 10 years, I've been submissive. That's mm. not who I am. Oh. I was doing that for you moving forward. That's not how it's going to be. Mm. So she bait and switched you as we call it. Oh, for sure. So the bait sure. and switch. 
I can't say too much, but we, I'm telling my lawyer, like, look, we talked about, we made fun of people collecting alimony. Mm. We got jokes talking about like, I can't believe, oh, get a job. I'm like, Hey, here's the, here's the, here's the text message. Here's this. Can we eliminate alimony? Like, well, we going to try. And she still ended up getting alimony. Yeah. Hey, of course. She, she said she didn't want none of my pension. Here's the text message. Here's a witness. Here's a third party witness. Mm-hmm. He, am I still going to lose my pension? Yes, yeah, gone, bro. Sometimes they might. I, I'm, I'm going to give a one, women the benefit of the doubt. Again, this is kind of how they throw rocks on high hands. They put bulldog private investigators and attorneys on to, to you. And the attorney talks them into it many times and says, look, you know, you only got one shot. You only got one shot at this. You can't come back and get the pension later on. You can't come back and get the house later on. You might want to do this now and you'll be better off. You'll be happy you did. But of course, the family law attorney and these private investigators don't know that they're they know they're putting fuel on the fire and they're going to create a split household. Right. They're going to force you to be antagonist the entire time go ahead for the first year we were buddies we were friends we were still doing bath time together mm. the moment i found out she wanted half of the the pension and child support um and for me to pay them credit card bills that's when the friendship stopped so that's you were when, you were cordial prior to that cordial. She, she's like hey we're gonna do this fine it's gonna be cool i'm not taking your pension we're not doing no alimony we're not doing none of that so I'm like, cool, I don't have to file for divorce. You can enjoy this free health care provided by myself for for however long you want it. Mm. And then once I got the letter, because I'm like, hey, um, I have my lawyer's draft up that you only want the equity in the house and nothing else. She's looking at it. She said, it's not fair. I want to get the house reappraised with my guy. I said, okay, cool. Get the house reappraised with your guy. Guy comes out. It comes up higher. Of course, she wants to go with that value. I say, let's do the average. She say, no, let's go with my value. I really don't have no leverage <laughs> unless I want to sell the house, which I don't. I want to keep it. You're stuck. That's what we call guys. You're, you're stuck. Yeah, you're stuck. There's so no more, there's no more pulling no mask in the frame. You're stuck. So agree to our price. And then next thing you know, I get the letter saying, hey, this is what we want. And it's half of the pension, half of every uh, investment account I have, mm. plus the credit card debt plus child support. Yeah. And I'm like, I call her and that argument that uh, JDF had, I've had that argument where it's like, I can't believe you want this. Right. And she like, well, I have to look out for what's in my best interest. Man, I tell you, she's been schooled. I tell you, look, lawyer, yet look, she's talked to her lawyer. She talked to her monster in law. She's talked to friends. And then I tell you, similar situation happened to me. All of a sudden I'm getting after we agreed to partner, I mean, pair off. Uh, people think we had a volatile breakup. We both said mutually, let's walk away. And we maintain a communicative relationship until she started talking to other people, until her mother told her this, until the lawyers told her this. And then all of a sudden I'm getting calls from child support. And I'm like, we haven't been even divorced yet. What are we talking about child support here? Like we have, I barely even moved out yet. And so these things happen and it's because they get, they get told. And when they use language like you use, all women will use that language. I just want to look out for what my best interest is. They're going to use the same language. It's a hard pill to swallow. So that, that JDF uh, story triggered me. Cause I'm like, bro, I know what it's like. I know what he was thinking. Yep. 
because it's, it's nothing you could do to stop the the grape, basically. And your lawyers tell you flat out, like, uh, you you can't save your pension. Those investments, get rid of them. They're like they're they're gone. Yeah, you got to move forward. Um, so. And so what, what tends to happen is, and this is great. I'm, I'm glad you came on to talk to these brothers. So we don't look, people don't <laughs> think that And this man's going through it now. He's barely, you know, and he's sharing this. Hopefully we don't get you in trouble with your case, uh, but I'm um, not mentioning nothing. That's not public information. Okay, good. So right now you, you see what it is. This is the effect. This is the lonely effect that men experience when then people be like well why don't he find a good one maybe he did something and maybe he found another one and it just wasn't love and you don't know what real love is none of that shit matters does it oh no it, it's not coming up in court documents she's not like hey i want him to love me it's more so like the 29th i gotta figure out how i'm gonna pay her like i said it's about one hundred fifty thousand. i did i it could be potentially lower but not by much and she their uh, discovery was incomplete, so we did uh, request for uh, supplement information. Her discovery was incomplete. Her discovery is incomplete. I, did I say, her, did you ahead. you turned over your documentation? I turned over everything, so this it took me about forty hours to compile the last three years of every financial statement, every investment, everything I've sold, everything I've gained, uh, car uh, registration. Life insurance policies, credit card statements. Uh, no credit payments. card statements. We, yeah. we, oh, we you didn't do credit card statements. Okay. They were gonna see you at the strip club, brother. <laughs> they were gonna see you at the seeking arrangement. So, uh, the the best advice I can give for married men is, I do everything on my credit cards, and I only use my bank account to pay credit card bills. There you go. So, it's nothing. Yeah, that's that's good advice. And most of the time, when when they ask you for your supplemental income or they ask you to produce documents, many times you will ask them as a retaliation and many times yeah. they come back incomplete or their attorney, their attorney say, will say it's protected under attorney client privilege. That's when you know it's bullshit. And that's when you know the game's rigged because your lawyer saying, well, yep, it's attorney client privilege. And you're like, why didn't you do that for me? Exactly. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, if they're going to use that, why didn't you come in incomplete? Well, it's going to show you not cooperating. I actually had a lawyer say he was going to pull off the case because I stopped providing documents because they hid under attorney-client privilege. And I said, well, I'm not going to give you stuff. And my attorney was like, well, if you ain't going to give stuff and be honest, then I'm pulling off the case. I was like, bro, what do we do? I was like, what are we doing, man? This is some rigged shit. I was like, y'all working in cahoots. I was like, you guys are in. You you cannot win. You can't um, win. Hold on, I got to get the sound effect. <laughs> can't win. It's some bullshit. But uh, uh, I hope men see my testimony, see your content, and as proof of the danger of marriage and what to avoid. There's no oh, you could pick better. That don't exist. Mm. Like you. But um, yeah, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Let's get you out of here, my man. Yo, whew, the struggle is real. I've been in his shoes. And uh, guys, when you're in the shoes, there ain't no macking. There ain't no PUA. There ain't no pimping. There ain't no player. There ain't no ism that's going to fix that shit. I'm going to tell you that right now. And then you go full MGTOW and you be like, forget it. I ain't saying shit. I ain't doing nothing. I ain't doing it. I'm dropping out. And then they're going to call you all kind of quitters and all the shit. So the reality is most even people who preach dating advice has never been in that guy's shoes. Never, never. 
and then they try to counsel you on how to get better chicks. You're like, I ain't here for no damn better chicks. <laughs> right? I'm here because the system is screwing me. So anyway, shout out to him. And look, we got to get up out of here. Um, we got to get up out of here. So uh, no more call-ins. Uh, I appreciate it. But yes, we are the King of Kings over here. That's going to be our new. There's going to be one of my new nicknames. And also, also, yes, pound for pound, the people's champion in the building. Shout out to Care Juice Podcast. Get some catfish nuggets on me, coach. All right. He says, keep us, keep up with the daily content, edutainment, and you are appreciated. Shout out to you. JC says, they can't, they couldn't get permission first, coach. Who can get, oh, I missed that. I missed the context on that one. I need the Jeopardy sound. Ket, uh, King Hazy, I never understood the marriage is a business argument. Does the benefit really outweigh the risks? Not necessarily, because even if the business doesn't, the business is broken, you have a business disillusion, which is called divorce. Your two entities divorce. It's a business breakup. So, yes, you can start it off as a business, but the problem is when you dissolve the, the, the business, that's basically what a divorce is, and it still costs you. So if you do the marriage is a business approach, you need a prenup and all of those things. If you really wanted some extra insulation, Grease Man, Texas, CGA, the Grim Reaper of this shit in the building. Yes, indeed. True Black, JLo, IG just went dark. Could it be a Rapsky for Ben? I'm watching Sheldon Ross to be fair, coach. No one is trying to come at you and get her feast. The logic is too strong. Shout out to Sheldon. Jeremiah Franz says, what? Super chat? Vintage donation in the building. Yes. We have Super Chat over on the Notorious CGA channel. The dictator laughing my ass off. Coach, he is a part of the, if it's more than the 10 fingers gang, okay? And she's been watching me for six months. She mad as hell at me. She walking around. <laughs> she mad at me. Shout out to JC. She couldn't gather her lies fast enough. It's all Jermaine's it fault. It's all Jermaine's fault. Marriage causes fault. divorce. Coach, was your lawyer a female? I had a male and a female. I had a male and a female. The, the primary person who owned the firm. It, wait a minute. Hold on for a second. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, marriage. <laughs> marriage causes divorce. Uh, the person who owned the firm, owned the firm, was an old school guy, older guy. He, he, um, he, he put a younger attorney on for me. So they both worked the case. Um, True Black says, this is the greatest dream I've seen in my life in the building. I did I did lose a sub. She's like, reprehend. she didn't want to go 10 toes up either. What happened? She didn't want to go 10 toes up. All right, I was trying to hook her up. She was in Joyzy. True Black, I got you, brother. Uh, we got PayPal's. Everybody donated. Appreciate that. Uh, We're going to wrap it up. Let me see. I got two more. I got to check the Venmo. To see if any brothers is over there or sisters. Any disagreement? Nobody disagreed. Y'all had y'all chance. I ain't never letting y'all niggas in here. And if anybody cut a, ever a video on me ever again, I'm going right to your channel and calling you the biggest yellow berry belly coward <laughs> on YouTube. On YouTube, yellow belly ass cowards. Rob says the second name of hell life is marriage <laughs> the second name of hell life is marriage shout out to you and she's from jersey she could go up to the holland tunnel too i should have asked her about the holland tunnel i should have asked her about the holland tunnel anyway she's watching me um 
when I played the shuffling clip, she literally was backstage and we could see each other. Um, and uh, I was surprised she popped off. I was like, oh, man, I can see you. I can see you pop off. All right. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. And we'll be back tomorrow morning. JC says, just doubling up here for a great show. I'll be joining your course as well. Shout out to my favorite African-American. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? And we out of here. Peace. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you.